0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. A pleasure to be with you as always. Presented by The Advocates, TheAdvocates.com, the best entry attorneys in the business. Simply, folks. I tell you every single day the advocates use empathy. There's nothing that you're going through that they have not experienced in their practice. I've known the guys at the advocates for what, going on 15 years now or something like that. They're the best in the business for a reason. They get it. They're professional. They win, which is why they never ask you to pay them a penny unless and until they win your case. Right now, the advocates.com go chat with an attorney live online. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Do you guys understand that 50 states in the United States of America are under a weather warning today? Did you guys see that today with the uh, crazy winter weather? My friends, if you've been in an accident, if you slip and fall, you didn't deserve to get into that accident, but you do deserve an advocate at theadvocates.com. Boy, how about last night? How about last night? I don't know if you guys heard there was a little bit of a football game and the Michigan Wolverines come out on top. They are the champions of college football. And uh, listen, I'm 50. I've seen a lot of college football in my life. I think this is easily and by far the most controversial ending to a college football season of my lifetime. Jake, should the Michigan Wolverines have an asterisk next to their championship in the record books?
0: Not until they're disciplined for what allegedly happened. And I think that's the most important word here. Allegedly. I mean, I agree that they cheated. That's my opinion, though. It hasn't been factually proven, you know, in in a public way that they actually did what they're being accused of. So, yeah, do I think they cheated? Do I think that they stole signs and beat Rutgers 10 ways to Sunday and everyone else in the Big Ten? Absolutely. But that doesn't change the fact that you ran through, you know, Alabama. You ran through a nothing burger in Iowa. Like, you did what you had to do to go out and win a championship. And if you're a Michigan fan, celebrate in that. And if you're a Michigan fan, ignore the haters. But for those of us who live in reality... I think we all begin to understand that whether there's an asterisk on the piece of paper or not, when people look back on this season, we're going to remember two things. That offensive and defensive line for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh left for the NFL probably and Jim Harbaugh runs a program that typically is not exactly up to snuff if you will. That's what you that that's like the tea leaves of Michigan football I feel like right now. Yeah, you're national champions. Yeah, you deserve it. You earned it. You won that game. And I have a lot of thoughts on that game and we'll get to that. But when we look back on this game in 10 years, nobody's going to forget what went down with Connor Stallions. No one's going to forget what went down between him and Blake Corum. What went down between you know, uh some you know G5 program uh and the Michigan football team. No one's no one's going to forget about Jim McElwain, right? Like we're not just going to magically forget about all these things. So, should there be an asterisk on the piece of paper next to their championship? No, probably not. That's probably inappropriate. But in the court of public opinion, yeah. I think there will always be an
1: asterisk. See, but the hard part about this is and, and I don't even know that it's arguable. Michigan was by far the best team in college football this year and Georgia fan, I hear you in our comment section. Great. Congratulations. You had a great season. Michigan's a champion of college football. You lost at the wrong time. You can sit here and cry in your Cheerios if you're Florida State. You weren't even close to Michigan. The Michigan Wolverines were the best team in college football this year. And I, I don't care if you put an asterisk on the page. I don't care if you retract a championship or whatever you want to do down the road. There's no changing the fact that Balake and Free Harbaugh and that defense were the best college football team in the country this year. Everybody was waiting for them to fail against Bama. It didn't happen. Everybody was waiting for them to fail against Big Penix Energy, and it didn't happen. From what I saw, and I think what most people saw, Michigan was the best college football team. You can't take that away from them. You want to talk about Jim Harbaugh. You want to talk about cheating last night, Jim Harbaugh, talking about how everybody knows they're innocent. Everybody doesn't know you're innocent. Nobody thinks you're innocent. The bottom line is nobody cared last night because we were enjoying one of the, the more dominant performances in a college football playoff game we've seen. And I, I I I think there is a time, and now is probably that time if we're being honest. But last night during the game and right after the game was not the time to be asking Jim Harbaugh if he was a cheater or if he was going to the NFL or Jim Harbaugh and his Michigan Wolverines are national champions, and I think they earned it. And and frankly, I I, I think, yeah, are, are they going to lose wins? Maybe. Is the NCAA going to crack down on Michigan? If Jim Harbaugh's still there, I think they're going to hammer him. But I don't think Jim's going to be there, and I don't think we're retracting championships anymore.
0: And, you know, I think, you know, I as far as the game goes, like I, I'm not ready to sit here and say that's one of the most dominant victories I've ever seen. What it is is one of the the worst games uh, that Michael Penix has played, and that's his own damn fault. And Michigan deserved to win that game because if you can't find Adunze wide open up the boundary, whether it's his fault or your fault, it's your fault. You're the quarterback of the team. Make a damn throw. Like, how many times was mm-hmm. Washington behind their defense last night and you couldn't complete a pass?
1: But – why was that? Because he was under constant pressure and he was in a hurry to release the football. I, I, I am not, I am not the guy who's going to go with you. On that, that
0: doesn't change the fact that he's wide open behind Michigan's defense.
1: Right. He's and wide open, because Michael Penix, wide open. because Michael Penix was under pressure all night, he didn't set his feet and he missed the direction on the, on the throw because he was expecting to get hit when he released it. And, that's a credit to Michigan's defense. I, I I don't think, when I look at that game last night, I don't think I have seen a more intimidating front seven than what I saw Michigan do to Michael Penix last night. You took one of the most refined passers in college football and you scared the crap out of him. That's what last night was. And, and how do you explain that exact play where he misses a Dunze wide open and not only did he overthrow it, he threw it to the wrong shoulder. It, all you have to do is lead him down the numbers. That's a touchdown. You not only didn't lead him down the numbers, you almost threw it out of bounds and you threw it over his back shoulder. Like you were intimidated. You were scared. The game was over and Michael Penix was limping off the field because of how often he got hit. This was a dominant performance. This is one of the best defensive teams I think we've seen in at least a decade in college football. And Michigan deserves all the credit in the world because those kids could have easily folded. You could easily have lost one of those last three games. You could have made excuses about how it was taken from you and been a victim. And they didn't do that. They just went out and kicked ass five straight weeks, and that's how they won the national championship. Now, again, is there a conversation to be had about them cheating? Yes. Is there a conversation to be had about discipline? Absolutely. Absolutely but there's no conversation to be had about who the best college football team in the country was, in my opinion, because I think head and shoulders, it was Michigan.
0: Well, that's great. I disagree. They won the championship, but I think Washington missed wide open play after wide open play last night. So it is what it is. But so the why doesn't matter? The six plays into the game where he misses him, that play we're discussing, that's the same situation he's been in multiple times this year. He's had a guy at his feet, all season long. We talked about it yesterday. Like that's not, he wasn't scared in that moment. That was six plays into the he game or got, whatever, dude. Uh,
1: the, I uh, look at how quickly Michigan's defensive line got to him last night. And it was, we were watching the game. It was four down linemen that were getting to him. Mm-hmm. It was four down linemen and it was all night long. Penix was off for a reason. And I, I, I'm i not a, a guy who believes when you're a quarterback of the quality of Michael Penix, you don't just have an off night. You have an off night because you got that ass beat. That's why you have an off night. And I just and my don't. My point is, is at
0: that time in the game, they had not gotten to him yet. You're, you're What was that? Their first drive and he missed them. That's not on the defensive line. That's on Michael Penix. Eh,
1: Michael. Okay. I don't know, maybe I don't know dick about football, but when you're expecting the defensive line to be there and you're missing throws that you've made all season, the defensive line plays a role in that. I think it is completely naive to believe that he was not looking somewhere other than where that football should have been going. He was off all night long. I'm not like I I'm I'm here for this conversation about whether or not Michigan cheated. I'm here for your disappointment about a cheating program winning the national championship. I'm here for it today. But there's no conversation we had, that's the best football team in the country at Michigan. Why are we trying to say they're not? That's the, the thing that I don't understand. Michael Penix, you showed up and you choked. You lost the game. See,
0: I'm here for that. And were basically and,
1: what I'm saying. And you didn't execute because you were terrified. It was very clear to me, he didn't want to run. He didn't want to stand in the pocket and deliver the football because he was terrified. What was he terrified of? His own shadow? I don't think so. I think he was terrified of that blitz. The pre-snap reads, you could see he was taking the snap down to four, three, two, like the entire first half because he was double and triple checking what he was seeing in the pre-snap read. And when you're overthinking stuff... And and hey, you want to say that that the Michigan defense had no part in this? Okay, then why wasn't he looking for a Dunze the entire night? How many times was a Dunze open on the back door and he never even looked over there? Well, why is that? Because he didn't want to go through progressions. He looked one place and then threw it to another, consistently all night long. And why is that? He was scared. That's why. Look at the interception he threw at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He threw it in a triple coverage. You had a guy open underneath, never looked at him, threw an interception down the field in the triple coverage that had no chance. We can sit here and we can crush Michigan, the cheaters, all you want. I'm here for it. That's the best football team in the country. Washington is not nearly as good as Michigan. They're not nearly as physical. Their offensive line got their ass kicked for pretty much the entire second half, holding penalties, just lack of like your right tackle and your right guard should learn how to to communicate or if you were communicating then learn to understand what your defender in front of you was doing cuz how many times did their def- how many times did the the defensive end and the defensive tackle have free runs through the the B gap yeah beatly consistently washington wasn't ready washington's not as good as michigan and we it, there's nothing wrong with saying that Does that mean Washington was a bad team? No, it doesn't. Does that mean that Jesse Minter's a stud? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Best defensive coordinator in the country, Jesse Minter at Michigan. Did he know the offensive signals? Sure he did. Last night, I doubt he did. I doubt it. And that's the other thing that that I think a lot of people keep forgetting in all of this. And and again, I'm here for the vacuum salesman jokes. But all the cheating and the sign-stealing crap, that ended the moment that people found out about it with what was that five weeks to go in the season? Yeah. That all that cheating, sign stealing stuff that ended as soon as it all became public.
0: Yeah. I'm just not here to slurp Michigan all day that you played a good game. We we didn't see anything new out of Michigan last night. Nobody's met the standard. That's, that's how I look at it. And, I don't. And, and I think that Michigan, Michigan's a very physical team and they deserve a lot of credit for that. I think, Uh, J.J. McCarthy's nothing special last night, exactly what we said he was going to be. I think they ran the football exactly how we said they were going to run the football. And I left that game not not sitting here saying, oh, my God, their defensive line was incredible. Yeah, they played well. They did did what they were supposed to do. They did the job that they always do. That That doesn't have anything to do, in my opinion. I just watched the play again. There was no defensive lineman around Michael Penix on that first play where he missed the dunes. It
1: doesn't fuck. Oh my God. It doesn't matter if there was a defensive lineman around him. He was worried. There was going to be a defensive lineman around. Okay. We got to stop this. Well, we we got to stop. this. That's your opinion. We've got to stop this thing where because Michigan stole signs, they sucked last night. I didn't say that. And they didn't suck the rest of the year. That's the best football team in the country. And I'm, I'm look again, I'm tired of the the cheating conversation the last five weeks, they've been the best football team in the country. Why can't we say that?
0: Because the whole it's, 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 it's not great to say, yeah, Hey, they were the best team in the country on a record built on cheating. That's why it's not fun
1: to say, right? But they weren't the best team on a record built on cheating. They were the best team on the field. Okay. Period. The last five weeks when they had every reason to fold, I have a lot of respect for those kids. Because they had every reason to be like, yeah, we lost that game to Maryland, or we lost that game to, to you know, to the Fighting Paternos, or you know, to Lloyd Carr and Ohio State. We lost that game because, and they never did that. They never did that. They weren't even in. I, I don't even think ever, even against Alabama, we had a chance to win that game at whatever it was, the one yard line. I didn't even feel like I thought they were much better than Alabama, and I look at the numbers last night. What did I tell you was going to happen? Washington was going to have the time of possession advantage. Who had the time of possession advantage last night? Washington. Why did they lose the game? Because Michael Penix was, was running from ghosts. That's why they lost the game. He turned it over twice. Their yards per rush were 2.3 yards per carry. What did I tell you yesterday? Michigan's going to win running the ball. Eight yards of carry running the football. This isn't rocket science. They were better than Washington, Alabama, uh, Iowa, Ohio State, Maryland, Penn State. Rack it up. They were better than all of those teams. And that's all that matters. I, I just am, I'm okay hating on people, especially when they deserve it. And Michigan deserved it. Last night, Michigan didn't deserve it. Michigan kicked the crap out of Washington up and down that field for four quarters. Washington was never in danger of winning that
2: game.
1: At any point, did you feel like they were in danger of winning the game? Yeah,
0: when he missed the throw to Odunze, I thought, hey, you make that throw, you're going to win this game. I specifically said it on the show yesterday. I don't give a damn if he was running scared or whatever. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. And we can die on the argument of, my God, they were amazing. Okay, great, fine. If that's your opinion, that doesn't mean it's the only opinion. The fact is, he didn't make the throw. So
1: if it's so... It's well, Washington
0: was a better team
1: if Michael Penix makes throws. Yeah, they no. win the ball game if he makes throws. No, they wouldn't. Yes, Never. they would have. Okay, based on what?
0: Based on the fact that he scores a touchdown. So at that point, it'd be seven to three, seven to seven, I think it it'd was. It would have been tied. 10. It would be okay, 10 10. 10
1: 10. Great. You're tied instead of down 10. So like, then, how do you explain you, the fact that they came out in the second half with the ball, had kicked a field goal, came out in the second half with the ball, and did absolutely nothing? And he he did nothing the rest of the second half, nothing.
0: Yeah, it, like the wasn't a factor. That is, hey, you didn't build any momentum in the first half because you missed those throws.
1: Okay, then how do you explain eight yards of carry and how do you just explain away four hundred and forty three yards of offense out of Michigan? Because it doesn't matter if, if if you are Washington and all of that is true, and Michael Penix is the greatest quarterback since sliced you said Vince he was the best
0: quarterback in college football. He yesterday. is.
1: He is. So what are we
2: disagree? I on? think
1: you should have won the Heisman. You know what I'm disagreeing on? The reason he didn't perform well last night because he was scared. That's why he didn't perform well last so night. So the
0: best quarterback in college football was scared from the beginning of the game. That's yes. your
1: take. I believe from the third snap of the game on, he was looking at ghosts. Okay. I absolutely, I. I don't even have a doubt about it. I've seen it a thousand times. How do you, how do you explain that Free Harbaugh outperformed Michael Penix last night. You know why? Because everybody's been hoping for Free Harbaugh to fail for pretty much the entire year. He was used to it. Michael Penix was used to the pat on the back and the daddy ball. And then Michigan was like, yeah, daddy ball's over. We're here for that ass. And they came and took it from him. And they had no answer. So we can sit here and we can shine a turd and say that, well, Michael Penix just had an off night. Michael Panix had an off night because he wasn't ready to play against that defense. Period. End of story. And that does not explain the fact that Washington couldn't stop the run. They ran for eight yards a carry. Free Harbaugh didn't throw him to a win, friends. I got news for you. Look at the numbers. Do you see the rushing numbers in this game? Michigan ran for 303 yards. That's not Michael Penix sucking. That's Washington's inability to play defense. 303 yards on the ground for Michigan. Michael Penix plays the game of his life. They still lose by at least a touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: 303 yards on the ground. Time of possession, 29 minutes and 16 seconds for Michigan, 30-44 for Washington. You had every chance. You weren't good enough to take advantage of it. And again, I I just... I run out of 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 runway for the people who are like, "Well, Michigan cheated; they shouldn't have won; they shouldn't be national champions." Man, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, then how do you explain the last five weeks? I never said
0: they sh- didn't deserve the
1: title because they
0: cheated. That's not what I said. Right?
1: I understand what 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 my point is is that Michigan was very clearly head and shoulders the better team last night. It they. Like, varsity JV. That's what this was. Like, this great offensive line that did not perform last night. Four-man box. First quarter, how many How many blitzes did Michigan run? Two? Like They put four guys in the backfield last night. That's all they rushed for most of the first... I would even say the first half. Four guys in the box. And you couldn't stop that. Because you're just not good enough. So... We can, we can make all these excuses. Michigan, just say it with me. It feels better. It's like when you get into the swimming pool and you just won't dive in, so you inch in until the boys are sunk, right? Because it's just too cold. Instead of just diving in. So just dive in with me and say, Michigan was the best team in football this year, and certainly they were the best team on the field last night. They were better than Alabama. They were certainly better than Ohio State. They were better than Alabama, and they were certainly better than Washington. Yeah, and you still disagree? Okay, okay, I'm yeah, I here just for think it.
0: You're not open to other opinions on it. I think you're not willing to say, "Hey, I, I disagree that the guy, Michael Penix Jr., is running scared uh, on the first possession of the ball game." I, I didn't I say don't, the first I don't, possession. I, don't I agree said,
1: that. I said Michael Penix Jr. I think on the one of the first five snaps of the game, he got hit, and it hurt. From that moment on, the moment that Dylan Johnson, what did I tell you Michigan was going to do to number seven? Yeah, and they did it. I told you they were going to tackle his feet. And what did they do? Tackled his feet. He was never the same player. I think that moment changed the game. And I want to say it was a third or fourth snap offensively, and Pennix got hit, and it hurt. He was never the same guy. Never the same. There might as well have been five guys pulling him down all night long. Yeah. Because he was not going to make a third. The interception out of the first half. Coming out of halftime, like one of the worst throws I've ever seen him make. Like what, what decision-making was that? So there you go. I just am. Yeah. It was Michigan, the better team last night.
0: Yeah. They won the game.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Shaner for $5 says, congrats on 50 K subs. Yes. Four minutes from now, we're going to tell you what that means to you. Thank you. Shaner Dakota Tubbs, Ann Arbor, Michigan has the highest number of people who cheat in the nation outside of Lawrence, Kansas. Who cares? (laughs) And what does that mean? Uh, UW fan Jim for $5. Michigan was the better team. They beat us and should get all the credit. But almost everything else you said was silly. Okay, like what? Chapter and verse, name it. That Michigan ran for eight yards a, a carry. That Michael Penix was terrified. That he choked. That Michigan tackled Dylan Johnson's legs. I, I mean, I, I think pretty much everything we said about this game last night pretty much came true, and the first team to thirty, in fact, one Dylan Johnson, eleven carries, thirty-three yards, average three yards a carry, was not a factor in the game. So well, I don't know what else, what what silliness I said, you know, like so. You're you you disagree that Penix was scared? Why was he off his back foot all night? I mean that in my opinion, the only reason that quarterbacks are on their back leg, especially for a guy that's a step and throw quarterback like Michael Penix is, why was he on his back foot all night? Why was he pushing the ball instead of throwing it? Like the throw that Jake is obsessing over, where he missed it on the outside shoulder and overthrew him. Well, because he just he's he's just hucking it. He's not passing the football. He's hucking it. Off his back leg because he's nervous about what's coming. Yeah, maybe that's true. I, I mean, I, I, it's it's remarkable to me. And again, I just I just tell you, four down linemen in most of the first half last night.
0: Nobody's disputing they have a better defensive line. Everybody knew that. It's on tape. They've seen it all season. And and what's most disappointing, if he was in fact intimidated by that defensive line, that's one of the most disappointing things a football player could ever be. It, it, it's it's it, it, it is. Uh, why are you even playing the game? If you're gonna show up and be scared of a Michigan team, why he, are you
1: even playing the game? And if you don't like the word "scared," because I see a, I see you, and Chin melting hell, like, down.
0: Like, like I, I'm not even obsessing over the word "scared." Uh, okay, intimidated. Uh, here, ha, let me give you the corporate ease. Risk averse to their defensive <laughs> line. Like whatever words you want to use. If the guy rolled up spending more mental energy on the defensive line than making a freaking pass to his number one receiver that would have put seven points on the board and would have stemmed the
1: tide. Don't even get off the damn bus. Yeah, he was intimidated. I don't know. I've seen a ton of Michael Penix this year, and I've never seen him look like that. I mean, he walked off the field after the game limping. The only team, just
0: so we're clear, the only team that I think has any ability to be as physical as Michigan is Georgia. I, I like... Alabama just isn't old enough and mature enough and ready enough with the roster they currently had this season to compete with that team. And that's why I think that game played out the way it did. Everything from can't snap a football to fumbling footballs so you're just not ready to play. You're just not like you're just not ready. It is what it is like Georgia. To me, it, it, it is one of the most disappointing losses in Kirby smarts career. You should have beat that Alabama team based on what we saw that Alabama team do to Michigan, and and all that was was Nick Saban was in Kirby Smart's head, and they didn't get the job done, and that's why I say, cool. Michigan had a great defensive line last night. What, like what did? And this is my thing. Michigan did nothing last night that was new or inventive. Okay, I totally. Michigan agree. was physical. They had a great defensive line. They ran the football. I've been saying that. We've been saying that since like week one. Like we've been knowing this about Michigan yet Washington still has no answer. So let me get this right. You know, your ass is going to get beat on the offensive line. You know, you're not going to be able to run the football and your quarterback is, is spending a lot of mental energy on their defensive line. Instead of making a throw, his whole damn job is to make a throw under pressure. He damn near won the Heisman because he was able to evade pressure and complete it at, at what, what was it? 65%. I think you said, or whatever it is like, like, that's what I'm saying,
1: dude. Like, no, Michael like, Penix, you mean? Yeah. Michael Penix completed, I think, 53, 53% of his passes last night. No,
0: no, no. I mean on the season. This guy made a name for himself. 66%. Like, he
1: was mid-60s. So so that's what I'm saying. 76% like, against Texas.
0: So with all due respect, yeah, Michigan did their thing. Best team in the country. Great. Awesome. Washington didn't show up last night. and And that's why I say... I don't know if it's a head game. I don't know what... It, it, it Maybe intimidated is the right word, man. They got physically like, beaten. But, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's not as though, you know, Washington didn't play anybody physical. Like, you played some physical teams. I guess you just weren't good ready. I guess you just weren't... You didn't believe that you could beat them.
1: No, I think what I think what happens... And this is just my opinion. What happened last night is that's the most physical team that Washington saw. There is no doubt. They got their ass kicked physically like that offensive line. And the the best part of it is, again, what did they? I think Michigan only had one sack. I think they recorded one sack, one sack. They did it with, they did it, it. They were in his head. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you is that you look at a guy like, like Jalen Polk looked as frustrated as I have seen him. By the way, he announced he's going to the NFL today. Um, but there's no, there's no way to spin the fact that Michael Penix was shook.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's what I want to talk about. I, we, you can like, it, it, I'm not going to sit here and spend a bunch of time talking about Michigan doing what they've done all year. Like, that's the part that bothers me so much. This is what they've done. It's not new. Like, I didn't see anything... Dude, the 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 Michigan... Just so we're clear, the Michigan secondary can be had.
1: They Absolutely. were
0: vulnerable. They got behind that defense multiple times last night. Couldn't complete a pass. Like, he overthrew guys by, like, 10 yards last night multiple times. So, forgive me for sitting here saying, yeah... Great defensive line. Michael Penix Jr. should be criticized for this game last night. It's inexcusable when you're playing for a national championship to 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 perform in that way. You deviated from what you've done all year. The 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 I look at last night's game and I'm saying he cost his own team three touchdowns last night. There were three throws where they were behind the defense, and that's a pass they completed at a relatively high percentage. In the big picture.
1: I would even go as far as to say a pass that I would expect them to complete. And I think the bottom line was, and I I mean, this is, I think why Michael Penix talks so much about how physically beaten up he was after the game last night, he talked about how that they wanted to take him out of the game. He talked about how I was not going to let them take me out of the game. I wanted to finish the game with my guys. That's how like. So for everybody saying, oh, what, you know, like I think Jim was going on about what pressure, what pressure, the guy says his coaching staff wanted to take him out of the game. What pressure, the guy got hit all night.
0: This is not, dude, this is not up for discussion that he took a beating last night. Like it's not And in in, 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 I just want to be, make sure we're all on the same page. Like we disagree a little bit on like what happened in this game and what was the bigger factor, but that doesn't mean we, we, we disagree on the big picture, right? We're both saying, hey, Michigan was physical last night. Hey, that defensive line did what they always do. Hey, they ran the football just like we knew they were going to. So we largely agree on what happened in this game. But what I am so both surprised and incredibly disappointed about is the fact that your formula for success at Washington completely let you down last night. And, and, and if you yes, said to did. me, you yes, said to did. me, Michael Penix Jr. is going to come into this ball game and whatever we want to call, it, intimidated, uh, you know, just didn't didn't show up in my opinion. Wh- whatever you want to say. That's the worst part about it. So I'm not going to sit here and sing the song in praise of Michigan and be like, yeah, they were just so much better last night. Yes, they were better last night. But I'm not. Gonna sit here and say, "Hey, Washington had no way to win that game. They had chances, they missed, and that's on them, not oh, on Oh, I Michigan. don't
1: think it's a question of did they have a chance to win the game. Multiple
0: sure. opportunity. They had, they had twenty-one points in the first half on the tip of his finger, and they missed, and that's on them. That is absolutely on them.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah. Let's get your comments in here. It's Giving Tuesday. Uh, by the way, we are giving away a, a Nintendo Switch today uh, because last night, um, in the wee hours of of the evening, uh, we passed fifty thousand subscribers here on the Money Program. Uh, the two hacks on YouTube have fifty thousand subscribers, so we told you uh, that when we when we passed fifty thousand subscribers, we would we would give you a gaming console. We've given away Xboxes, PS5s, so now we're going to give away a a Nintendo Switch. And all you have to do uh, to win the Nintendo Switch is show us that you're bucked up. We already have an early entry that I think is very strong Mm -hmm. here on the Monty Show. So interact with Bucked Up, go into, I don't know, Maverick in Salt Lake City, uh, which is what our guy, the official uh, ambassador of the Monty Show, did. Travis Bird, Big Daddy Magic, went into uh, Maverick in Salt Lake today, and, and here's his performance. Two bucked up and some beer.
2: The beautiful Sheila buying it for me.
3: You ever had one of these bucked up?
2: I drank one today. Oh, man, they're the
3: best things in the world.
2: Especially if you want to wake up. Yeah. I tell you what, I drank Okay, you're looking at forty nine sixteen. I was gonna back those, up, but oh yeah, I forgot that. Uh-huh. Uh So I drank two monsters, and I couldn't. Still wake no, Bucked up. Up's the best. So I drank the it's up
3: the it's five the five official months. drink of the Monty Show, and you should try. Uh, e Trade. Okay. Ten day member, thirty day membership for only ten bucks. Yeah. I will buy you the membership. No, I got
1: the membership. All right. <laughs> 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 hey man e trade you know
0: uh, e
1: trade oh, it's all the same it's all the same thing the way. how about my guy big daddy magic going into Maverick gas station the one of the best convenience stores in the country buying himself because i always tell you i espouse on this show bucked up miami it's what i drink every day the it's the it's the best in the busy i tell you that all the time how about big daddy magic going into to maverick gas station and hooking it up with a couple of cans of bucked up Miami. They are. The guy gets it. He's in the lead now to win the Nintendo Switch. And I think it's going to be tough to beat him because how do you beat him going into, unless you pull off an Aaron Wilson and you run into Walmart and you're like, get out of my way, dude. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Leg- way, dude. You remember that legendary video? <clears throat> wow. Wow, bro. Wow. Hey, it happens. Uh, excuse me. Good Lord. Um, But it's going to be tough to beat him. All you have to do is show us you're bucked up. Now, I would tell you, we'll take your pictures. Happy to tag Jake on Twitter or Instagram, SLC Jake, SLC Jake on Twitter or Instagram, and just send us a picture that shows you're bucked up.
0: Now, that's not going to win you anything, but I would love to see it. You I mean, need that's cool. Enter a video to win the damn thing. And by the way, I don't want to hear anybody asking like, oh, hey, man, can you play the Switch on a TV or or is it just a PlayStation portable or what is it, man? No, dude, you can play it on the TV. Absolutely. It's awesome. By the way, if you're a Mario Kart fanatic, you might want to get in on this because
1: Mario Kart on the Switch is badass. It is amazing. I'm a Mario Kart guy. I am a Mario Kart guy. So that's all you have to do. Now you want to go and order bucked up at BuckedUp.com. You should absolutely do that. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off. You want to go into Maverick, H E B, Hello, Texas. Officially now. Officially now. Our largest audience, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, is our largest audience on the show. Hello, H E B. Hello, Texas. Good to see you guys. Bucked up is at HEB. Bucked up is at Walmart. Bucked up is at Maverick. Bucked up is at Circle K or Seven Eleven. Hello, Los Angeles. Good to see. You. La is a massive market on the show now. Good to see you, Los Angeles. You guys, bucked up. Giving Tuesday. Show us your bucked up. Two hours from right now, we are going to give away a Nintendo Switch. That's simple. Pretty straightforward, man. Now, now, now. Let's see how pissed off we can get off, get going
0: in the comments section. Dude,
1: you're kind of being a red ass
0: today. I'm not being a red ass today, dude. You, you, so I'm the red ass. You, you want to die on the hill of Michigan's the greatest team ever this year, and that's fine, and they are. They won the national championship. I didn't say Michigan's Great. the greatest
1: team ever this you year. You said
0: they're the best football team this year.
1: That's what you said. I said Michigan is the best college football team in the country, and their kids deserve a lot of credit for not folding. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying, and I don't. I did not feel at any point in time last night that Washington was in danger of winning this game. I didn't, and and you—you cannot win if you're Washington. You don't win unless Michael Penix is there, and he was not there. He was not there. I don't believe they were ever in a position to win the game.
0: Incredible, and we've seen this multiple times, and I guess it just surprises me, like. It's very rare. Like, if if Michigan had just come out and, like, if this had been, like, a 38-3 <clears throat> to 3 game, okay, cool. They're just so much better than you. You never had a chance. Why'd you even get off the bus type thing? Okay. But that's not what this was last night. This was, hey, man, Michael Penix Jr. is out here not doing what Michael Penix Jr. usually does. And I was sitting here watching this game, literally, from front to back, Every single snap, sitting here saying, "Okay, they're gonna have to score early in the game, right?" You know, if you're Washington, you got to get in the end zone early in this game to have a chance. And I just couldn't believe for the life of me that you didn't make there. And it wasn't just the Adunze throw; there were like a couple of throws, like and and they weren't scoring type plays, but just a couple of throws where I was like, "Man, like, like, where are these guys at tonight? Like, whether it's receivers or Penix, like." They just, it just, I, I, Washington just was not who I thought they were. They were not the same team when they played Oregon at Oregon's place. You were not that team last night. And I just was really disappointed by that.
1: Uh, Brian Laguerre, what's up, Brian? Gives us $5. Monty, you kept it real. I respect that this other guy. that Hey, hey Jake, nice to meet you, Jake. Yeah, my name's Jake. No, you just don't motherfuck over here, man. Uh, I respect this other guy can't admit how great that defense is. Big Penix energy was getting harassed all the, night.
0: How is the defense that great when they're behind him six plays
1: into the game? I, I, I'm just asking a question. The defense. Let's let let's tell the truth about Michigan's defense. And I think we talked about this last night too. Their secondary was going to get exposed last night. This is Did the best exposed. This was the best wide receiver core they faced, and they got exposed. But what? What? How did they get exposed when Michael Penix couldn't deliver the football? And why couldn't he deliver the football? The linebackers, and the defensive line, the scheme. I think the disguise. I think the offensive line at Michigan at uh, Washington was incredibly disappointing. Multiple holding penalties last night that absolutely I don't crippled even drives. Want to
0: talk about the officiating in that game last night.
1: Well, uh, it was I, ACC
0: it, officials. I, I, that's it. And I'm not going to do the whole, oh, well, if they got those calls, Washington wins the game, because that's not the case. That's definitely no. not the case. But but everybody on X was like, oh, man, how many how many times is Michigan going to get away with holding in this game? And I agree. At whether the refs missed it or whatever, I don't know. That A
1: lot Michigan, of holding. Michigan was holding their ass off last night, and that's fine. But, but- five penalties for 30 yards for Washington. And two on the offensive line at just the worst of times. So the worst of times. When
0: when whoever the hell this is commenting wants to say this guy over here, I'm not going to say that Michigan's defense was amazing. Their defensive line was amazing. Yes, it was. Their defensive line is the only reason that Washington didn't put up 30 in this game. And and it's it's shocking. Again, I'll keep saying it. It's shocking. It is unfathomable that Michael Penix Jr. with with a, a, a full a full allotment of time to prepare is not prepared to come into this game and perform. How are you, as DeBoer, sitting here and your quarterback is not ready to handle the pressure?
1: But Jakey was hurt and they wanted to take him out, but he would never let them take him out. Yeah, he was far,
0: finishing this game with bullshit. his guys. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter. If you're on the field, you need to perform.
1: And Mike San I think, was the best player in the game. I mean, the outside of the interception. I mean, the guy was all over the field for Michigan. I thought he played a hell of a game. Um, and I still maintain that Mason Graham should be a top half of the first-round pick. Um, I think I agree. Mel Kuyper this morning talked about that, that Michael Penix Jr. is probably the second quarterback, potentially as late as third quarterback off the board. Um, I don't think this hurts his draft stock at all. Um, I think he, he did not play well last night. I think he is, I think Caleb Williams goes first. Um, you know, I think Drake may go second and I think big Penix energy goes third. Yeah. The sad thing is now he's going to have to prove he can perform in big games. I, I think that is, that's the thing. Charlie Sinclair for $5. The Spanoses can't screw around, get the Harbaugh deal done and don't look back. Keep up the great work, guys. Charlie, appreciate you. And I, I will tell you uh, that there is new details on Jim Harbaugh and the L.A. Chargers. Uh, as I axed about this morning, you just did like this. Yeah, you threw up the sign the ax, and, and stuff, you know, right? media. Uh, As I asked about this morning uh, on Twitter, uh, Jim Harbaugh's agent, I think this is why you hire a guy like Don Yee, who Jim Harbaugh is now represented by one of the most powerful Uh, coaching agents in the NFL. Uh, Don Yee allegedly is telling teams, hey, we need to work out the financial parameters of a deal before Jim will come and interview with you. And I think it's the exact right way to go about this. Because if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're not going to take 100 interviews. Jim Harbaugh found out the hard way the last couple of years. When you go and take two, three interviews a year, you're not getting anybody's job. And I think Jim Harbaugh This is his last best opportunity to get one of the premier jobs in the NFL. And I think that the L.A. Chargers, who should be in San Diego, uh, with Justin Bear as their quarterback, they are the best fit. And I have told you for a week now that the L.A. Chargers are going to be very aggressive. They are talking to Donnie, who is the agent for Jim Harbaugh, and they are working towards a deal. They are also interviewing other candidates to – uh, to check off their their boxes and make sure that they are covered but make no mistake about it jim harbaugh is their first and last candidate in los angeles for the charger job and i think jake if he wants it he can have it
0: yeah and i think that's how they should be treating it i, I mean you know the chargers as you've said all along need someone who who can develop a quarterback and as good as justin herbert is and he is one of the best i i still think that there's opportunity for him to grow as a quarterback and and that's kind of a scary proposition if you're the rest of the league because this is somebody who is more than capable of throwing for five thousand yards provided he's got you know proper weaponry around him so to me i just yeah i i think if i'm jim like i i don't know i i i was kind of in the camp that you know after this game was over last night you know jim would have been on his private jet kind of like we talked about um, but Jim likes to play the game. You know, he's doing that post game interview, talking about pushing spring practice back till March. I think he said, or whatever, like, you know, I, I don't know what Jim's going to do, but, but what I do know is that Jim is not someone who wants to sit on his couch for a year, and not be able to coach a football game. You just want a national championship in college football. I think the guy wants to continue to be on the sidelines. So I would be a little surprised if he didn't go to the league, just all things considered with the NCAA discipline, but but we'll see. But, yeah, I think he's a, a phenomenal fit with the Chargers. The only question is how long until that thing burns to the ground because you know inevitably it will. We we know, again, we know who Jim is, and it's what I said about Michigan five minutes ago. Jim is not trying to hide who Jim is. Jim wants you to be damn sure that you know who Jim Harbaugh That's is, right. which is a great quarterback developer, uh, kind of an asshole with your personnel around the building. And that's just how he does business. So can you make it last three years? If you can make it last three years, I think it's a worthwhile investment.
1: Yeah, I and I think Jim has to mature a little bit as well. I, I I think some of the antics, I think some of the 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 brash attitude, I think that's going to get worse now because he just won a national championship at Michigan. Yeah, what are you gonna say to Jim Harbaugh? But I mean, but but very clearly he's looking for an escape hatch. Mm-hmm. That is, now here's where all of the asterisks and, hey, you cheating F and all that comes in. If you're Jim Harbaugh, I don't believe you can go back to Michigan. You are, in my opinion, and from sources we've talked to about Jim Harbaugh, I believe he's looking at a full year suspension if he stays at Michigan. And I think that is something that he's just not willing to absorb I think Jim Harbaugh is a hell of a competitor. I think the idea that Jim Harbaugh would sit out an entire year under an NCAA suspension is unfathomable to him. I think he, that would just be, I mean, you think about how difficult it it be for Jim Harbaugh not to compete for an entire season? I think that'd be incredibly difficult. And I think that's why Jim Harbaugh, hired one of the best NFL agents in the, in the business. I think that's why Jim Harbaugh is going to interview. And I think he takes one interview. I'd really be surprised if Jim Harbaugh bumps around the country. And let's say now that, you know, he'll interview in LA, but then is he going to fly to Tennessee to interview with the Titans? And then maybe to Las Vegas to interview with the Raiders and then to Chicago. And I don't see that. That's how this is playing out. I am told, that Jim Harbaugh wants to coach an elite quarterback and a team with a foundation. The L.A. Chargers certainly have a foundation with Justin Herbert. You have veteran-wide receivers there. You do have to get better in the backfield. You do have to get better at the skill positions, but he's got a defense. I think he would take Minter with him. I think that they have a lot of pieces, and he's a coach that showed us in San Francisco he can immediately turn around a program in the NFL. I think that would be the expectation in L.A., and I think that's why that job is so attractive. I don't think he's a fit in Tennessee. I don't think he's a fit if they make a change in New England. I just don't see it that way. In my opinion, Jim Harbaugh and potentially, potentially, if all things remain equal, and I mean, uh, the Raiders, I mean, it, they're interviewing other coaches. There's no question about that. Is Jim Harbaugh a candidate for the Vegas job? You don't have a quarterback. You have a really dominant wide receiver there, but you don't have the foundational pieces to turn a franchise around right away. They had that in San Francisco. They have that in Los Angeles. You don't have that in Chicago. And again, I was told today that Matt Eberflus is very much up in the air. They started their meetings with him today. I would not be surprised if today or tomorrow, same thing with Belichick in New England. I would not be surprised if today or tomorrow we get resolution on those two situations. Sure. If the Chicago Bears job opens, is Jim Harbaugh a candidate? He would be, but you know what the problem there is? I think Jim Harbaugh is a far better fit with the Chargers than he is with the Bears because of what the Chargers have. And it may well be that the Chicago Bears want Jim Harbaugh, but does Jim Harbaugh want that job over the LA Charger job? My feeling is he'd rather have the Charger job because of what's there, which makes a ton of sense to me. So I find it very difficult in my mind to see Jim Harbaugh passing on the charger gig. Absolutely. 100%. I think that's, I think that's the one he wants. And frankly, where he's at, you're coming off of winning a national championship. I'm going to find it hard to believe that he's not going to have the pick of the cream of the crop of those jobs.
0: Yeah. And that's why I say, like, I I think your point about like the antics and kind of how Jim operates, like I, I do agree. It probably does get a little worse. I mean, you just want a national championship. Like, what are you going to say to Jim Harbaugh? And, yeah. and, and, Frankly, uh, if you are the Chargers, I think you like what you see in Jim Harbaugh. I think one of Brandon Staley's biggest problems is he wasn't enough of a personality. He didn't control the narrative in, in San Diego, uh, you know, for the L.A. Chargers. Like, he, he, you just, as a head coach in California, you have to have a personality. You have to define the direction of the franchise. And I think Jim, while he will do that, also comes with some baggage. So, yeah, I think Jim would take that job, and I think the Chargers would love to have him, which is why I say that deal probably gets done, if, in my opinion. But it remains to be seen. I, Jim is too much of a competitor. I just don't think the guy is going to want to sit on his couch for a year wearing his Michigan gear. I agree. Watching yeah. you know,
1: more run the team. Yeah, and I think the humiliation of being suspended for... I, I'd have to think he takes an eight-game rip. I'd have—I have to think. Um, that he gets eight games to a full season. I think that's, I mean, we've never seen that before. Mm -mm. And I think if that indeed is the case, I think this is why Pete Carroll wound up with Seattle. I think this is why Jim Harbaugh is going to wind up with the Los Angeles Chargers. And I, I think it's the right move. I mean, you, at, at Michigan, you have absolute positively, you have the right replacement in house in Sharon Moore, who I think did a great job, and I I do believe that Sharone Moore is the guy. That dude deserves a hell of a lot of credit for the composure that that offense saw. You lost your best offensive lineman and didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. Ran for 300 yards last night. I, I think Sharone Moore deserves a hell of a lot of credit. Yeah. And I think he would be the he would be the head coach in waiting, if he's not that now. He would be, based on what Harbaugh's going to do this offseason. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, Big Blue Horses, Dub was unprepared. Too many mistakes, not up to the game. Dude, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that they – unprepared is a strong word. Kalen DeBoer is a hell of a coach, and I think your biggest concern is, is he your coach next year, which I think he will be. But I think they were not – did they show enough – understanding of how dominant that defensive front at Michigan was. I don't think they did. I truly don't think they did. They clearly were not prepared for the free Harbaugh run wrinkle that we saw in the second half. I mean, that kid running down the field absolutely ended that game, in my opinion. When he started breaking you off for first downs, dude, that, that was crushing. That was absolutely crushing Cougar tracks for $2. Is it true? Michigan passed out, bucked up to the team. It is true. And it was the absolute advantage that I think most people, uh, recognize put Michigan over the top. When you get bucked up, you're going to win championships. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guys who doesn't play football saying Penix needed to throw, uh, needed to hit throws, getting hit and harassed all night. Is a joke. You sound like you don't know ball, so wait. So wait, what is he saying? Guy who doesn't play football saying Penix needed to hit throws, getting hit and harassed all night is a joke. You sound like you don't know football. Well, but he did need to make throws. (laughs) I mean, his whole job to make the damn throw. You, if you, if you didn't understand that you were going to get hit coming into this game. Uh, I don't know what you were preparing for. What tape were you watching? I think the biggest issue was the throws that he missed. It's not like he was under a pile of 10 dudes afterward. Sure, he got hit after he let the ball go several times. He missed open throws without pressure because he had one eye on the defensive line. Chasing ghosts, hearing footsteps. You can say what you want to say. But the thing that I think is very clear is that Michael Penix, was not prepared for the heat that he faced. He very clearly was running from that Michigan defensive line, whether they were there or not. And I get it. I, he That's why I asked the question, did they have enough respect for what Michigan was up front? Yeah, clearly not. Clearly not. Well, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I think that whatever that play was where he got hit early and it hurt, hey, man, he never got away from that, in my opinion. He never got away from that, in my opinion. All right, let's get some of your thoughts in here. I appreciate you guys sitting through us bloviating. Um, Casey, DeBoss, boss, get off the mic. Cheeseburger, LOL. What do you mean? I'm not sure what you mean. Mike Smith. Uh, they were not prepared for Edwards' two big runs. Oh my god, that's the facts, and that just hurt when you, when you're down 14 nothing. And you just got broke off on your biggest weakness, which I think we all agreed was there at Washington's inability to stop the run. And then he breaks you off not once, but twice, man. Uh, after that, it was catch up all night. Also do not know why they let Dylan stay at in at starting running back. Dude, that looked painful. That looked painful. And and you feel terrible for a kid like that because he'd worked so hard and had such a great season To get here and then to be injured just sucks. And then on the first carry of the night, they all jumped on his legs. It is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. I I mean, and he limped all night long after that. All night long after that. You know, like it's just, it's wild to me. Main event, Harbaugh doesn't want the smoke from Andy Reid in the AFC West. Oh, I don't think he cares. I think if you're Jim Harbaugh, you believe you're the best coach in football, and he might be right. I don't think he's he fears any other coach. I don't think he's like, boy, I can't go to the AFC West. There's too much heat from Andy Reid, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not even in his mind. That's not even in his mind. Uh, Th Monty, the defense of Michigan is what they are built on. That D is losing a ton. Oh, they're going to have to restock, but they had a really good recruiting class. So let's not let's not even let's not even. You know, play with that. I mean, they had a really good recruiting class. Uh, Doug Snyder, screw the NCAA. The entire university is ready to challenge any BS the NCAA comes down with. BS, you guys cheated. You got caught red-handed cheating. What BS? You you self-admitted level one and level two uh, violations. It's a, simple,
0: it's a simple question. If there's so much BS, why did you dip out of your court date?
1: Simple question. That, I don't understand. What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Like it, 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 it is what it is. Adam Salomini, uh, Zinter was their best O-lineman, got hurt, didn't lose a step, not even a, a, not a step. It's a, it's amazing. Boyd Lake, how are you SEO King of America? Uh, Washington LB's linebackers over pursued and were out of position all night, but that's, their run their run defense has been so porous all season long. I mean, I I don't even I think that their the instability at the safety and the the rotation in their secondary really hurt their run defense.
0: That's what I'm saying. This was never about about Free Harbaugh versus Washington's defense. No. This was never about Corum versus that defense. You knew that that Michigan was probably going to have their way with your defense. This was all about the whole time before you even showed up, this was all about Penix and those wide receivers Yes, getting it done or not getting it done. It's that simple. So whether, you know, guys like Edwards had a standout game or not, to me was like, yeah, it was important because he scored, but that was rather inconsequential when I look at, hey, just how poor you played on
1: offense. That I agree with. That I agree with. Like, it it's wild to me. Yeah. You were,
0: I mean, the great defense of Michigan uh, should have been an incentive for Michael Penix. Not a, not a. Wow, like I wasn't quite. Because I agree, he, he. No, there's no way around the idea that he wasn't quite ready for the heat. He
1: looked receiving. He looked shook all night.
0: But here's my thing: that like we can't just lose sight of who Michael Penix was heading into this game, right? Like Heisman Trophy contender you know, by some accounts, the best quarterback in college football, like somebody who ESPN had an endless reel of him shaking Texas defensive lineman in the pocket, then to throw 50 yards down the field to, for a completion. Like, where was that last night? Where was that, that confidence and that bravado? That's I I, what I don't I, understand.
1: I think. I, I, I still don't see, even if he hits that throw in the first quarter, I, I just think Michigan was so freely running the football. I, I mean, maybe they don't win the game. Vacuum but it's not salesman really is dominant. Vacuum you... salesman ran for 125 yards. And, and Donovan had the two touchdowns. Like, and I agree, maybe they don't win the game, but it's a lot closer. It's a three-point game. Yeah. But you got your ass kicked. That's the that's what's tough for dub fans today, is that you got your ass kicked. You you, you feel. You're disgusted by the performance. And it sucks because it's been so long, and now it feels like it's going to be forever going into the Big Ten.
0: And by the way, great season, Pac-12. We'll see you later. That's the other unfortunate part about this.
1: Yeah. last Pac-12 football representation. You know, like it is, it is, it is to me, it, it, it's really unfortunate. Again, I think this was a great season for the Pac-12. I think it was a really good year. I think it was arguably the best season in the history of the Pac-12. Oregon was very good. Washington, obviously undefeated. I I, I mean, you saw great growth out of Oregon State, great growth out of Arizona, and it all just came apart. And it's really unfortunate. I I mean, it is the Fighting Fafitas and that story, and it's just really unfortunate that this is how it ends. And this is the instead of winning a championship and beating the ultimate villain you got you got boat raced last night you you just got beaten down badly and i think it's one of those things where <sighs> it's one of those things where you have to now deal with that
0: yeah and it's really frustrating i'll be honest it's it's frustrating to sit there and watch this game and be like damn dude like like going into the game i was like we may get an all-timer here we've got a great defense you know, great defensive line. Secondary is good enough. And we've got a ball out type offense. We've got an offense that's got dudes that can run by their defender. Like, not really prowess to run the ball. But, but still, like, it's college football. Like, you can usually get it done through the air. Like, we may get an all-time game here. And to have a situation where you're just swinging and missing constantly early in the game. I was just like, yeah, it's going to be that kind of game. Like, as soon as you were – you had three points and were, like, working on halftime, like, okay, we get it, dude. You guys were not ready.
1: Yeah, I just – again, I I don't mind saying it, and I'll continue to say it out loud. I I just think Michigan was the best team in the country this year. Um, Cheating scandal aside, I give those kids a lot of credit for going out the last five weeks when you could easily have folded and made excuses and lost games and uh, – and who would have blamed you? And it would have been, C. we told you so, but they didn't fall into that. And I think that takes a lot of character. TH, Monty, what recruiting class for UM are you talking about? They are reloading. Well, what did they have? The 14th ranked class in Michigan, especially in the Harbaugh era, I think Michigan has always been that school that'll take a three-star and he'll perform like a five-star. You don't need, like, I think this team's the quintessential example of Hey, the quarterback isn't a game changer, but you've got multiple running backs who can beat you. You've got one talented wide receiver and dominant line play. And I think, again, the rule of law here is dominate the dominate the offensive and defensive line and you're going to win. The offensive line, is there anybody who doubts the offensive in, in, in line at Michigan is back? Is there anybody who doubts that the defensive line at Michigan is as stout as any in the country? Because I don't. And I think growing up in the Midwest, being a Notre Dame fan and watching Notre Dame and and Michigan go head-to-head, I've always known Michigan to have great offensive lines. And I would say for the past eight, 10 years, they did not have that. This year, absolutely, I think the best line play in the country. Again, I'll just say it. The best line play in the country. You outclassed Alabama. You outclassed Washington, who had this awesome offensive line until they didn't. They don't need five stars all over the place. I want to say there's a stat that Michigan has one of the lowest-rated recruiting composites for a national champion, um, and they're just fine. And Harbaugh talked about this. They're just fine because everybody says, "Oh, disappointing this," and he takes three stars, and this is why the Chargers should want him. Takes three stars, and they perform like five stars. So he doesn't need he doesn't need a bunch of five star guys. He doesn't. Uh, Robert Fowler, congrats on 50,000. You and Jake are the best, and it isn't close. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, they are not even number one in the big. They are fourth, and and yet they won the national championship. I, it, it. One of the things that I think we have to stop doing, and I wonder how much this will change now with the portal. We have to stop putting ratings on kids and saying, well, this kid's a three-star recruit, and this kid's a because it's very rarely the kid that's going to determine his success or failure in college football.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where does he go? What system does he get into? And how do they use him? That's what's going to determine. Like, you look up at Utah. Kyle Whittingham has turned more, more dudes from quarterback to, to safety or from corner to safety or running back to safety. or It's all in finding the highest, best use for a kid. Three-star, five-star, one-star, I don't care. And guys like Jim Harbaugh, and again, we consider and talk about him being a cheater, level one violations, all that great stuff. It's all true, in my opinion. But what is absolutely true, and you can't argue with, he's an incredible developer of talent. You don't have to like him, but he's an incredible developer of talent. So, uh, gaming history source. I didn't see Penix take a shot that warranted holding his side. Oh, dude. Oh, no, he took some shots, Whoa. dude. Yeah, he took some shots. Bro, there was that one in the fourth quarter. And you could see it after the that last interception when he was walking off and the way he walked off the field. Come on now. The one in the fourth quarter where he just got crushed. Uh, and this I didn't understand that design run call for him. Because I think he got hit pretty hard on that design run because, again, great offensive line play. Yo, we missed the block. And it allowed a safety to just take him out at the hip. I, I am never going to be a guy who's like, yeah, let's run our quarterback against Michigan's downhill defense. You
0: mean let's run our only way to win the ball game?
1: Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I. This is crazy. He was putting on a show to cover his own failure. He was not faking injury there's a lot you can say about Michael Penix. You go back to the Oregon games, the shot he took against Utah, like some of the hits he took this year and he just got up every time and delivered the football. Michael Penix is not a kid that fakes injury. Let, let's let's not, yeah, let's not do that. Wasakowski from Plymouth, Canton. Uh, it was inevitable the Big Ten was going to swallow up the Pac-12 eventually. You're going to have to explain that a little bit. Uh, Mike Smith, yes, he was faking his pain, dude. WTF, no, I, I like, yeah, right? I, I just think it's what are we talking about?
0: Like, it's clear he was in pain.
1: Where there was no sighting of Michigan's number one son, Tom Brady, because Jim Harbaugh and Tom Brady don't have a great relationship, according to some. So, and Tommy's been pretty quiet, <laughs> you know. Conundrum says, Jake, you're frustrated.
0: I mean, yeah, I think. Uh, on a couple of levels, I think one, we got robbed of a great game. I, I think this game had so much more potential than we saw last night. Honestly, like I I really do. I really believe that. I, I think if Washington had come just more prepared, more ready to play, like I just like, I don't like I, I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, so we're going to get the offensive line. And then there's always going to be a back in the backfield. Cause you know, that defensive line's coming. How are you not having a back in pass, pro? Right. How are you not having extra protection there to allow Michael Penix just that extra like half tick or, you know, quarter second to get the ball out? And so I knew right away when they went spread offense, I was like, you guys don't get it. You just don't understand who you're playing. Because if you did understand who you were playing, you would have utilized the tight end. You would have had him chip, and then you would have had him run an eight-yard curl route, and you'd have hit him, and you'd have been second and two or a third and one most of the night. But you weren't doing that. Yeah, they waited
1: too long. I agree with that 100%. I, I,
0: I just, like, yeah, so I'm frustrated on the level that I feel like Washington had a bad game plan and was not prepared to play in that game. And we obviously saw that play out the way it did. So, yeah, I'm frustrated we got robbed of a great game. I am frustrated that that Jim Harbaugh won a national championship. I think, I think, yeah, I'm one of the people I that say
1: frustrated. I'd say disappointed.
0: Uh, I, okay, disappointed. Like I don't like that the guy who who's been caught red-handed cheating won a national championship. It, like I'm not saying that you didn't win those games at the end of the year fair and square. I agree. After it came out, there's no excuse. Like there's no. Oh, well they were cheating one. You can't say that it's public. Like everyone knows it now. Like it is what it is. But I just like in terms of college football and like where the game is going, where the playoff is going. Certainly. I just don't love the way that went down. And, and I would have been fine. Anybody else like Alabama, Georgia, hell, even if it was Dabo, I would have been fine with it. Great. Cool. I don't even like Dabo, but it just, because it was Jim, and because of the way he operates, and it's not just at Michigan, like the 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 Kaepernick situation, the, you know, the way he left Stanford. Like, if you've been following this guy, you know the way he operates. So
1: he tends to leave dumpster fires behind.
0: And so I'm I'm almost in a place where I just want to say, like Jim, go to the NFL. Like, go. You almost owe it to your university to not do them any more harm. Don't put them in a further worse position by staying. Go to the league. Let them handle it. Like that's that. So yeah, it's it's a little frustrating last night to be like, yeah, man, wow, Washington, nice game plan. Really glad you were prepared to go. I'll out also ball say
1: it's amazing how many faux Michigan fans came out of the woodwork.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hear about uh, about all these people who are like. Oh yeah, well I lived there ten years ago, so I'm a fan. And then, but all of a sudden, Michigan's good, and I lived there when I was like one years old, so I'm a Michigan fan. <laughs> there was a lot, lot of a lot that of last night, it, dude.
1: And also, I think it's hysterical that Jim Harbaugh's like, "Oh, we're innocent. We're innocent. You're and, not and innocent." And you know what?
0: What's funny about that? When I heard him say that, I was like, "Why are you even talking about it? If, if, if you're, you're innocent, innocent,
1: why are you talking about it? Why did you? Why did you take a three-game suspension to start the season? If you're innocent, innocent people don't admit guilt." Why did you pull your court case and take a three game suspension at the end of the year if you're innocent? Yeah. Why did you miss half your team's game to self suspension? If you're innocent? Why did the committee on infraction say, Hey, yeah, we're gonna not take your your three game suspension and call that good? What why? Why was the FBI on campus? Why did you fire Connor Stan? Stet- like, come on. Like there's a lot. and and I'm kind of with you. I'm not happy for Jim Harbaugh. No, I'm not. I feel like Jim Harbaugh it, it, I think he is what's wrong with college sports. And I don't think there's any doubt this is why all of a sudden he's got all this courage to talk about paying athletes because he's not going to be there. He doesn't have to worry about it
0: and, and I also think as as someone who does a show, like I love how the Paul Feinbaums of the world and like all these media members, feel the need to come out and say, Michigan is the one, and I was wrong, and everything's amazing at Michigan. It's okay to say, hey, Michigan was the better team last night. You won a national championship. Great job. Here's your golden sticker. Awesome. That doesn't change what you did this season. That doesn't change how I look at Jim Harbaugh. And frankly, it doesn't change how I look at guys who have participated in that program the last couple of seasons. You think? You think Aiden Hutchinson wasn't wasn't you know reaping the benefits of what they did do you think that 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 there it's it's not just about this year and that's what i think people forget so i i i i am not like oh man michigan won i hate michigan it's not really even about michigan i actually love the michigan hockey program now that's a soft program they're a skill-based program, but I still love what they do on YouTube and Instagram. It's it's
1: a great program, and I think but I like, think it's hard it's, not to respect what the University of yeah, Michigan is. The heritage. Hard, the hard part is they're pandering to Jim Harbaugh, yes, offering him after you know and you've admitted to all of the things he's done, offering him the largest we contract. Got
0: your boy in pictures on the sideline at Central Michigan, but it's not even want to talk about that. It's
1: it's the cu- accumulation. People get stuck on the sign-stealing thing, and I get that. Do you guys understand that the COVID recruiting violations are not done yet? The coronavirus. He's not been punished for that. And he got a notice of infractions on those, level one and level two violations. They haven't even given him or Michigan a notice of infractions on the sign-stealing thing. We don't know what the, the FBI was looking at. Or has. This we haven't even begun. So this idea that you're innocent when they're when you self-admitted the things that you have done. It's not innocence. That's the and anyway, uh, boss fraud. Good afternoon to you. U M may have a great recruiting year, but if that staff leaves, so do the kids. And I think that's why it is so critically important that Sharon Moore stay on because and this year is not even Jim Harbaugh's best recruiting class. It's certainly not his worst. He's never been the number one recruiting guy in the country because he is a big believer in developing talent.
0: How did the cheating thing come up? Oh, that's right. You're not a recruiter, Jim. So you started winning ball games.
1: How are you doing that? Mm. Yeah, and, and that's a really excellent point. Maybe it's not that. That could absolutely be. So when you say, hey, I'm frustrated. Yeah, it's
0: frustrating. It's frustrating that... That the guy at the center of controversy all year is the one who won a national championship. It's embarrassing, in my opinion. Now it's harsh, but it's my opinion, and I'll stick to it. It's embarrassing what we got out of Washington last night. Unacceptable when you knew that's who you were playing. You watched the college football playoff
1: semifinal. Don't well, tell me you weren't ready. And to Kirk Herbstreit's point, this is exactly who Michigan's been all year. Yeah, it, they didn't run anything new. They didn't run any disguise. Free Harbaugh turned around and handed the football off, and they kicked your ass. Yeah. Uh, defensively, they didn't sack the quarterback but once, and they still kicked your ass up front. Uh, they ran downhill on on uh, with their their corners and safeties ran downhill on you. And they're what the one thing the one thing that we talked about yesterday, and I think we've said all year, is they're a very difficult defense to block. Their secondary is very difficult to block. We saw that last night. Like, yes. there's nothing that Kalen DeBoer got last night that he shouldn't have expected. And that's the part that's disappointing.
0: You still didn't perform. Yeah. Excellent. And Excellent. to
1: Boss Frog's point, I think that's why Sharon Moore has to stay. Cause I think where Harbaugh goes, Jesse Minter goes. I, I have no doubt about that. Lamont Tucker. Oh, it's a good day for Lamont yeah, Tucker. Up, Lamont? Hey, Monty and Jake. And he gives us 20 monty show membership let's go appreciate that dude well done appreciate that there it is like i was gonna say did we make sorry, a change and no. nobody told me about it no sorry my bad. uh let's see lonnie Johansson said hi guys how are you doing today for twenty dollars doing great lonnie
0: yeah doing fine i mean i, I just so giving tuesday like, how bad can it be like i i it's it's not that like the world has ended yeah great michigan won a national championship awesome like that's that's great like Cool. Yeah. Celebrate. But I don't think we're talking enough about how damaging this is to the sport. Uh, we're just not. And and Michigan fan is going to tell you how we're innocent. Okay, set them aside, right? Like, set biased Michigan fan aside and have an actual conversation about what's just gone down, what we've just witnessed. Absolutely. we just witnessed Jim Harbaugh and company perpetrate, uh, perpetrate. quote-unquote, a cheating scandal against the sport. Like, I get it. It's funny, but it's not funny. Perpetrate's to me, a great word. It's not funny to me when dudes out here running a cheating scandal. And I do give a damn that we have your boy on, on the sideline in Central Michigan
1: in pictures. In there, Isn't it funny, in, though, how we never like, got an answer on that?
0: Oh, we're going to get an answer on that. I guarantee you there will be some clarity that comes out at some point about what went on there. But not this year. And that's the other part that's frustrating. Right? So it almost has nothing to do with the game itself. I'm not frustrated you won a national championship. I'm frustrated that the NCAA continues to stand by and watch this stuff go down.
1: Yeah, I do think the one change we'll get out of this is that you will see a change to the disciplinary process. Because it just takes far too long. Uh, Darren Ingram, look at that. What's up, D? Look at that. Darren Ingram golf. He's on the show. What's up, baby? My guy, my golf coach. Uh, our director of golf up at uh, Canyons Resort in Park City. Good to see you, Darren. Uh, Penix was terrible. He had enough time to deliver. It was just always high and behind. Facts. To Jake's point. Facts. I think pressure does weird things to people. Big games do bad things to people who aren't prepared mentally for it. Do
0: you agree that if I had said to you, if, if my take yesterday before the game was, Michael Penix is going to crack under pressure. He's not going to perform tonight. You guys would have thought that I was an idiot, which yeah. you already probably do. But but you'd have thought, like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, what do you mean? This is Michael Penix. He's going to have a great night. He's going to be the reason they're even in this game. So the idea that he was the reason they were out of the game is just insane
1: to me. And how about Michigan having their sports psychologist on the sideline last night? When Free Harbaugh, J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback for Michigan, when Free Bar- Harbaugh had that tough stretch and came off the field, who walked right up to him, the sports psychologist, and they had a conversation. And
0: and I think that's brilliant. I See, like, think it's brilliant, one, too. That's one where I'm like, hey, that's next-level stuff. You understand who J.J. is. You
1: understand what your guy needs to
0: be successful. Give it to him. He was successful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Boyd Lake, when you have a rib injury, it's painful, but that's not the worst. You can't freaking breathe. That is devastating. Are we saying that Penix had a rib injury? I don't know. Whatever it was, he was holding his left hip area, and uh, that looked not fun, or right hip, I guess it would have been. That looked not fun. Uh, Cougar Tracks, Michigan dictated how the game went. Absolutely. Sean Rollins says Mike Wizakowski. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wizowski. Okay. Okay. Uh, Conundrum. Maybe disappointed is more appropriate than frustrated. I think so. Either way.
0: I I, I mean, it's, it's the, the portion, the cheating portion and what that does to the game of college football is frustrating as a fan, as someone who watches the game in detail, I don't want a team to have uh, uh, an advantage in that way. If your advantage is you're more physical, great. That's, that's, you put in the time you you're a grittier team. Okay, awesome. I have no problem with that. But but it, it I just don't like that. I'm sitting here watching ESPN run interview after interview with Jim. And what does he stand for? To anyone who's not a Michigan homer drinking the yeah. blue Kool Aid, what does this guy stand for? This like take the Michigan branding out of it and just say, hey, Jim Harbaugh and his football team won won the national championship. That's what's hard for me because it's like, hey, if that was Saban or Kirby.
1: Dabo. It doesn't matter who it would have been. I agree. Giving Tuesday on the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at Bucked Up, BuckedUp.com, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. And I will say this morning, 18 degrees outside. <sighs> drug my ass to the gym. Mrs. Monty and I got out of bed this morning. And it feels so good to say I knocked out six reps at 225 on the bench press, and it was awesome. Uh, even though Mrs. Monty on the first set. Pulled the bar up early before I got to the top. I said, no, sir. You will not ruin my 225. Knocked out six six reps at 225. And I give all the credit to Bucked Up. Because again, I tell you, every single day on this show, uh, down five more pounds, losing weight, being stronger, hitting the golf ball further. I give a lot of, well, speaking of Darren Ingram, I give Darren Ingram a lot of credit. And I give Bucked Up a lot of credit. Because I'm sleeping better. Mrs. Monty and I joked on text today. Sleeping better because we're eating better. We have better supplements, better nutrition, better workouts, better sleep. It's amazing. Uh, we joked that we we put our phones down last night, laid in bed, and kind of like joked around and laughed with each other and got a great night of sleep. Woke up, knocked out 225 on bench. It was amazing. BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code Monty Giving Tuesday today, friends. We are giving you uh, a Nintendo Switch here on Giving Tuesday And all you have to do is show us you're bucked up. So we already told you that Big Daddy Magic has the lead right now. Mm -hmm. But noted, and I don't know, is Mike Maples really a Michigan fan? I have no idea. Well, here's his video that says he is. Hey, casuals. It's your 2003 two-hole conference fantasy football champion. Now I know some of you guys are upset with the results from last night. But there's nothing better to cheer those sorrows than some bucked up cherry candy. Oh, let's go! I think go. there's two people specifically that could use it more than anybody else. So let's see if they'll come get it. I'll bring it to their door for them on this wonderful Giving Tuesday. Oh no, he's at the wrong building! Look where he is, Jake. Yeah. Hello. Doesn't look like anybody's home. So I guess they'll have to come get it themselves. Oh, and by the way, we're here at the studio. And in case anybody forgot, Michigan Wolverine National Champions. Yeah. (laughs) Now, we used to be at the Maverick Center. Our studio used to be at the Maverick Center, which is an arena here in Salt Lake City. Um, but over the summer we moved to a, uh, a palatial rooftop, you know, office tower and stuff. We're on like the third, second floor of an office building. Um, so we are not at Maverick Center anymore, but that you have bucked up. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a legit entry. And that you showed up where you thought we were. There would be no way for MAPES to know that we moved. That's awesome MAPES.
1: And you're in 20 degree weather. Put on a jacket kid. You're going to get sick. And then there's Maury Alvarez. You sent me the Mori Alvarez yes. today.
0: Yes, I have not watched it, though.
1: Here's our great Floridian Mori Alvarez. Camilla, what are you doing? I'm doing my day trading.
0: You're doing your day trading? Yeah. Oh, man, how are you doing?
1: Try day trading. Good. It's cool. not oh, baby. good, I think I need some
0: help. You need some help? What do you need? I need, some, I need backup.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So he's got the cute daughter in again. Yes.
0: We know Morrie's formula. It's a a tried
1: and true formula. It's a tried and true formula. Tried and true formula. He's got the Volvo. Okay. I like. got the mini fridge. Stocked up the fridge last week. What do we got? Ah, Rocket Pop. He's got the... She's got the Rocket Pop. More, you got to get that kid to the gym. What do you bet? Get it. Here we go. Who you even lift? Let's go. I'll well, see. <laughs> I still, th- th- here's the thing, though. Tight race here. Tight race. I love Mapes going to the old Maverick Center studio, but too up in some beer. I mean, he walked into a Maverick. Hold
0: on. Hold we, on. We need to put some context to this, okay? So I'd also like to point out that Big Daddy Magic's done this unprovoked. Yeah, he didn't even know this. This entry was sent to us before the show, before he knew we were giving the switch away. So he's just gone out and done this, and is advocating in the
1: community for the show. Yeah, which I do think matters. Big Daddy Magic is the official Monty Show ambassador, right? So he goes out to a Maverick, too bucked up in some beer, and gets too bucked up. A beautiful sheet of wine for me. With his hot girlfriend, I think her daughter.
3: You ever had one of these bucked up? Sure. And, I, I and now he's oh, soliciting cashews. Oh man, they're the, the best issue. things in the world.
2: Especially if you want to wake up. Yeah. I will tell you what,
3: I drink. Okay, you're looking
2: at forty nine sixteen. I was gonna bag those, but oh yeah, I forgot. That. Uh-huh. Uh, so I drank two monsters and I couldn't still up. No, that. bucked up's the best. So I drank the it's up? the
3: it, it's I the official it. drink of the Monty Show, and you should try. Uh, Boom. e trade.
2: 10 you day, try, member, uh,
3: 30 day membership
1: for only 10 bucks. I will buy you know, you should try e trade or yeah. I don't try know what trade is. So you, but know, the, you, you know, you know, try slash Monty. Okay, now, now we have an additional entry. And I YouTube. think, I, 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 to be clear, I think Big Daddy Magic is running away with it. Mm-hmm. I think that performance, how organic it is, and without the knowledge. And now, look at you guys texting me. Um, no. Yeah, no, and I'm not gonna read it on air. I don't want text messages begging for the switch. Nope. Because you're no, you will you will bow, you will take bend the knee. Okay, I'm getting DMs now from
0: people saying that they're shooting their videos right now. Okay. You need time to edit. And you still have time. I do have one more here. Mapes has sent in his second entry because he wants a redo for the studio blunder. So I'm sending that over now.
1: I have not listened to it or watched it. Just purely edited it. OG right? Gary, Mapes wins. Got to top off the week with a switch fantasy champ, Natty champ, and now giving the Tuesday champ. Oh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. It, it, I think you. I think Big Daddy Magic for the win. I mean, right now. Yeah. Anyway, Marley Nug says, "F that guy." I ordered twenty cases. Prove it. Damn, man! You ordered twenty cases. We'll give you your own switch. You ordered twenty cases, bucked up. You sent, you send Jake a receipt, DM, Jake, yeah. SLC, Jake, you, got proof? you send him a, you, you order 20 cases of bucked up. I'll send you a switch today, today. That's what I'm saying. You know, uh, that woman looked like she was wishing he would just quit talking and get the hell out. Well, there might be some dude at the people at Maverick
0: depends on the Maverick,
1: bro. Depends on the Maverick.
0: Depends on the Maverick. Depends dude. on the
1: Maverick. A- yeah. Absolutely. Um, for real? Yeah. You you show me a receipt yeah, that dude. you bought 20 cases of fucked up. I'll send you a Nintendo yes. Switch today. Yes. Marley Nug says, I'm lying, fellas. Don't mind me. That's what I'm saying. That's what, what I'm saying. Uh, didn't Big Daddy Magic have a stroke? Correct me if I'm wrong. Still recovering. I believe he did. He was in the you hospital for a time. You know, he was in the hospital for a time. So yeah, boy's back though. He's made the he comeback. Is. Yeah. He's, he's he's, made his comeback and he's legitimately a paparazzi. Yeah. He goes around and takes pictures, videos, and he's, he's on the show all the time. If you look at his avatar, it's him and Pat McAfee because
0: he goes he around and there. gets pictures. with. He dudes. was there
1: when Pat McAfee was uh at Utah. So I'm just saying, you know, you know, I'm, you know, he was in the hospital. He Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, Welcome to the nightmare. A member of the show for five months. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Also, if you get in an accident, the advocates. Exactly right. Right. Exactly right. If you get in in an accident, you absolutely have to go to the advocates, the advocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. So see, people are starting now to pick up on it, right? Like you want to make money? Look at Maury Albrecht. Tridaytrading.com. He's got it in the video. Like he understands that he's in their trial membership tridaytrading.com slash Um Get your ten dollar, make a ten dollar charitable donation. You get the, you get the thirty uh, day trial membership. Absolutely, absolutely, you guys, hook it up. Um, let's see. Wait, what are we saying here? TH, UM can't stand on a moral high ground ever again. No, they probably can't. They probably can't. Uh, James, let's fix the sign stealing problem. Put a mic in the helmet just like they do in the NFL. And you won't need to have sign stealing to call plays. Well, I mean, obviously,
0: first of all, hold on, James, dude, welcome back. Are you, are you okay? I know yesterday was a little rough for you. I appreciate seeing you back here today. My guy,
1: I think winter crabbiness is kind of setting in. You were a red ass today. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. Yay. Um, yay. And James, James has had a rough go. Like, all of his bobbleheads drank his bucked up, so he didn't have any. Couldn't win the $100 Amazon gift card on Friday. You know. But then, two holes is in a bad mood. You know, we got Mapes going to the wrong studio. (laughs) Our pets' heads are falling off. (laughs) But I do agree, James. Yeah, and it's going to happen next season. Uh, it's, It's already, from what I was told, it's already being proposed in the... Ah, uh, di- the uh, Division One Board of Directors meeting for the NCAA. Uh, Maury Alberts, my disappointment lies in the fact that the uh, the last two years the semifinal games were more entertaining than the actual national championship. The national championship games have not been close. Yeah, and I don't think last night was close. I know people were saying it was a touchdown game, and late uh, it wasn't that close. Yeah, if we're being honest, was it really that close? I don't think it was. But but, Maury, I think that's a great point. I think that's a really good point that they are. The semifinals are better, but now we're going to 12 teams, and I think I'll be interested to see what it is. Uh, Boston Mapes a member for 12 months. Congrats on 50K. I made an updated one, but we'll have to uh, go with the original. Okay, well, let's play the updated one. Hey, Casuals. Your fantasy football two-hole conference champion here. Now, I know a lot of you guys are upset about the results from last night. And as your champion, I hate seeing you in sorrow. Connor and Stallion. do I want to see my two best friends this upset? No, no. So, Monty, go easy on two holes. He ain't feeling very Bacavo today. And for you guys, I got two bucked up cherry candies to completely wipe away those sorrows. So, let's link up after the show so I can come give them to you on this given Tuesday. <laughs> and if in case you forgot, national champion Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, turn
0: that shit off, man. <laughs> the combo. Turn that off, bro.
1: Yeah, dude, I love it. Now <laughs> that that is a
0: good, that is a good. Is
1: he getting here. away without being called the Connor Stallions look like with those sunglasses? Yeah, I mean, though?
0: what are you doing, man? What? Why, why are you wearing Michigan gear? You should be in Central Michigan gear, dude. Yeah, what happened? Yeah
1: you're being a jerk now you're absolutely being a jerk all right a couple more again remember remember all you have to do to win the nintendo switch one hour left all you have to do is show us you're bucked up now you see what the bar is you see we've had some great videos
0: much like michigan you've got tape on it you know who they are don't come in here with no pass yeah
1: steal their ideas like michigan stole everybody's science right right? like this is not (laughs) this is not rocket science friends this is not rocket science so all you have to do is tag jake or dm it to him tag him on twitter or instagram slc jake slc jake on twitter or instagram he never gets on tiktok never ever gets a, are you ever on tiktok
0: like once in a blue moon there yeah, you go I'm, media.
1: I'm on tiktok every day the monty show m-o-n-t-y the monty show uh let's see Aaron Wilson for two dollars. Editing my entry for today, please give me a bit. Yeah, hey man, you got time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my will speed up. James, it's not J2H, it should be J2L as in too legit. Oh, Pander.
0: Pander, oh, see, there's my Panda. <laughs>
1: That's my guy. Pander. Let's go, baby. Uh Boston, mate. She has a Michigan fan since Tyrone Wheatley. Okay. Dude, Tyrone Wheatley was one of the best dudes I ever covered. With the Raiders, just a genuinely good dude was on my show all the time. Uh, boss frog, Mapes is making this contest difficult.
0: I agree, this is one of the better contests we've had on Giving Tuesday. I mean, last week was kind of a runaway with Maury, but this week is very competitive because I'm with you. I we have to put a bunch of weight on the fact that Big Daddy's magic, Big Daddy Magic's entry was done before he even knew he
1: was getting any. I think the fact that he went into a Maverick, spent his money i bucked up in beer and videotaped somebody and was like, "Hey, that's the official drink of the Monty Show, dude." Darren Ingram is in the contest. Oh, let's go, bro, Darren. Okay. When are we going to go to Copper Rock? Okay, bro. When okay. are we going to go to St. George and Golf, Darren? Dude, let's go. Okay, let me get
0: this one not dialed up. Okay, I'm I'm here for it and now. I have to say, this is a high quality one. I think this one has potential.
1: Uh, Eric Wasikowski says nobody wants to claim they're from Central Michigan. Wow. Okay. Um Joseph Harper. Since everyone is soaring around with sponsors, let's not forget PrizePix, PrizePicks.com, the official Daily Fantasy Partner. If you guys, Joseph Harper is on a heater. Absolutely. <laughs> My dude, Joseph Harper. I forgive him because he's a 12. But this dude is on one of the great prize picks heaters that I've seen lately. Like we exchange picks, he sends me his picks. Like I've been stealing his picks. I lose, he wins. It's how it goes. This dude's on a prize picks heater. So I'm just, I'm telling you, if you're not playing prize picks, let's play together the rest of the NBA season. Baseball on prize picks is amazing. I think the MLB playoffs on prize picks was awesome. It was incredible. Baseball's coming back. Basketball's kicking in full speed. College basketball, like, the NFL playoffs, I'm here for at prizepicks.com. In the description below, uh, you can get a link to our prize picks or just go to prize picks and download the app. Use the promo code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, MONTY. They will give you 100% deposit matching with that promo code. You put in 10 bucks, they'll give you 10 bucks. You put in 100, they'll give you 100. It's a great promo. You With 10 bucks, they give you 10 bucks. You can play with 20 bucks for weeks. Oh,
0: a ton at time. a time. Yeah, Absolutely. you can play it for time.
1: weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. Kevin, the Destroyers. So if Dak had three more passing yards, I would have hit five hundred bucks. Ah, oh, that is so so bad. I've actually got Carl uh, Anthony Towns is the Taco Tuesday play today, um, and I'll show you my prize picks coming up here in twenty minutes at four o'clock Pacific. Uh, okay, so Darren Ingram is in the contest. Yes. Have you seen the entry?
0: Uh, I've seen it, and it's pretty good. I haven't heard it though. There's some yelling and some flexing and stuff.
1: Well, Darren shredded, though. Yeah, and and is, it's not fair. Like, like it, he's like a military guy. He he like to like he learned under Butch Harmon. Like he's a great golf. Uh, trust me. Hey man, if you need lessons, no matter where you are, yes, get with Darren Ingram. I'm telling you, he
0: DM us if you need contact. Yeah, info. DM
1: me. I'll send you his contact. He is a great golf instructor. Oh, for real. Um, and here is Darren Ingram's entry on Giving Tuesday, presented by our good friends at Bucked Up. Here is Darren Ingram's entry, <laughs> working the sups. <laughs> He is. Oh, he's going to do, do pull ups. Do it.
2: Do it. One arm pull up. Let's go. <laughs> incredible. Fucked
1: right
2: up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Points for creativity, bro. That's incredible. Does
1: that take the lead? It's incredible. I think that takes the lead close dude he did a one arm pull now, up
0: I do need to go full transparency on what he said in his submission just cuz i think it's only fair he said that he doesn't want the switch uh even if he wins he's being that guy so i don't oh. know i don't know I, well
1: then we'll give you the we'll give you an amazon gift card that's equal to it yeah certainly yeah that I, that's but now, you but guys that's an incredible entry dude do you know what i would give to be able to do a one i'm thrilled to be doing 225 and this dude's got the bucked up pump he's got the bucked up shaker cup look at the intensity look at the he's got the eye of the tiger (laughs) look
0: at how casual he knows his mission he's prepared oh my god and it's easy look at that No
1: problem, dude. No problem,
2: bro. All gas, no brakes. Fucked
1: up. That's my guy, bro. I got to give him the lead on that. Yeah. I got to give him the lead on that. That's pretty good. Holy
0: cow. That's pretty good, my boy. Yeah. Robert
1: Fowler says new number one video. Um, Noel says, LOL, he was breathing heavy after that. Dude, it's a one arm pull up. Yeah, dude. Come on. Are you kidding me? Boss Frog, I'm glad that guy's on our side. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Eric Wasikowski says, "Shake it first. <laughs> so are we? Ta- Did he not shake the no, cup? Watch first? him.
0: I thought he was. I thought he was going to do a dry scoop here, but he dumps it in the top. Watch this. Watch the technique. Okay, he's got the pump. Yep. Apocalypse. Great, great, great product. By Now watch. He dumps it right in. No problem. No shake. <laughs>
2: Just, just
1: cast, That's Obi. even better.
0: He did not shake that oh, up. Wait, by the way, this is not his first time doing one-handed pull-up. Notice the technique. Watch the hand go over to his arm. Just perfect technique. No shaker necessary. And then this is Fucked just up. a perfect finish. Perfect.
1: He did not shake that. He did not mix it up. No, dude. I'm the rear. I'm for real. Oh, dude. That's... So don't even think about messing with me. That's He's got the lead. Yeah. He didn't shake it. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, he. That's hard to do. He, uh, oh. Adam Salomini, he just wanted you to hear him breathing hard, or he redid the video a bunch of times. I don't think so. I don't think he well, – why would he redo it? Lopes fan Gabe, are we just going to ignore how he raw-dogged that? <laughs> <laughs> Stay God. hard. Now we're making bro. raw dog references. <laughs> oh my god, Boston Mapes like love it, Darren. Darren,
0: I need some presence in the in the chat here. Is this a common practice of yours, where you quote unquote raw dog your supplements? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro,
1: I'm sorry, I thought that,
2: <laughs>
1: dude. Yeah, that Holy he's, he's got the lead. Mike Smith says uh, we ripped on OG Gary for a limp shaking in one of his videos. Yeah, why even have limp shaking? Just drink the porta the powder in there and just yeah, drink the man, damn what thing. What are we doing? I don't need shaking. Holy technique. cow! Uh Phenomenal Hebrew. I totally disagree. The guy at the store was a literal walking advertisement for bucked up Monty Show, and the training. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that this, this is, is the greatness of our about, show, bro? This is Come what on. this show is about. When you are raw dogging your supplements and being a walking billboard yeah. and big daddy. Magic is absolutely the Monty show ambassador all the time. Uh, Robert Fowler, Darren Ingram golf. You to man. I'm telling Faxt you, it. I'm fax, telling you hundred percent. Darren Ingram says, ha I love to raw dog life. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he's a skier and, and i will tell you that darren that guy can hit a golf ball a mile yeah darren's that guy that in it we golfed with a guy down at uh lake las vegas yeah who is a former PJ tour pro and a, and a teaching professional now and he was just one off with his girlfriend like he was a single and his girlfriend was riding in the cart We're over here, two hacks playing golf down at Lake Las Vegas. And this dude, literally 450 yards every tee shot and just bang. Like he was so much further than us that he's like sitting behind us, waiting for us to hit. Like we're on, we're lying. We're like, we're about to hit our third shot. He's hitting his second, like with a, with a 60 degree was annoying as hell, but that's who Darren is. Like he shows up and bang, the ball's gone. It's 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 quite literally unbelievable. Robert Fowler, this is by far the funniest show of yours I've watched. Well, we try to have fun. Yeah. We do. Uh, Adam Salomini, Limp Shaky, the next big mumble rapper. I think so. OG Gary, down at LSU. In Got to get the southern twang in there. Uh, let's see. OG Gary says, my boy Mapes putting in work. Mapes is still in the lead for me. Man, you are fighting for Mapes. You Michigan boys. Boston Mapes. I mean, I'm traveling all over the damn state to bring the, of posi- the power of
2: positive The <laughs> power
1: You are, you are. I totally agree. Wow, what a first hour and 45 minutes on the Monty Show. As always, uh, hour number two and a half three is presented by trydaytrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. I say it every day. You know, no matter what your hang up is in life and. We tend to naturally be complainers, right? We we tend to focus on the negative instead of being Boston Mapes and focusing on the positive. So we complain about our credit card debt. We're not making enough money. We spent too much on Christmas. We don't like our car. We don't like our job. We don't like our house, our apartment, our rent, whatever it might be. Tridaytrading.com is your answer. Hey, I've got too much credit card debt. Tridaytrading.com. Hey, I don't I I I want to buy a house, but I can't afford it. Tridaytrading.com no matter what it is. And I I try to hook you guys up. I think you know that on this show, like we had a huge sales pitch today, massive multinational company today. And what did we talk about? Well, we always have to have a way to integrate our, 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 our viewers, our listeners and our, our people on YouTube have to have a way to integrate them into the show. I don't know that we have a better way of integrating people than giving you the keys to your financial future for 10 bucks worth of a charitable donation. And that's really what it is at trydaytrading.com. You go there, trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Sign up for their 30-day trial membership. You make a $10 charitable donation. Every month they have a charity that they focus on. And they give all their money to charity. And you get 30 days full run in their program. You get a coach instantaneously. They put you right into simulator. So you start trading, learning, understanding, and you get a ton of support. You get webinars, you get live coaching sessions, you get text messages, phone calls, whatever you need, they teach you how to work it into your day. There's no more excuses. Stop saying I'm gonna do it next year. Stop saying this is the year. And then we get to February and you're like, yeah, maybe next year. Do it now. No more New Year's resolutions. Do it now. We talk about it every day with fitness and nutrition on the show. Do it now, man. trydaytradingcom slash Monty. Tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. Ten bucks to see your financial future at TridayTrading.com. Uh, the biggest stories of the day, I don't think there's any doubt um, that the Tennessee Titans firing Mike Vrabel is a shocker today. Bro, and what are you talking about, man? I know that there's a lot of shockers in the NFL. The fact that Mike Vrabel is no longer the head coach of the Tennessee Titans because he did not get along with their new general manager is mind numbing to me. I don't think there's anybody on this show that would argue with us if we said to you, Mike Vrabel's one of the bright young coaches in this game. And I think that he is. The issue is not the coaching was bad. The issue is you just didn't have enough talent at the right place in the right time. Mike Vrabel, in my opinion, did a great job in Tennessee. And I think they're going to have an incredibly difficult time replacing him. But here's the thing Mike Vrabel's not going to have a very difficult time replacing the Tennessee Titans. He is instantly. I think one of the best available candidates on the coaching market. And I think he is an instantaneous interview with the, if the new England Patriots move on from Bill Belichick, how was your first call not to Mike Rabel? And frankly, how does Mike Rabel not change your opinion of moving on from Bill Belichick in, in new England? I think he absolutely has to, because you know, you're getting a guy that's got a rock solid foundation a program and he knows how to get the most out of his players. Jake, I think Mike Vrabel's a great fit for the new England Patriots
0: and obviously a former Patriot. And I think that, you know, you look at Vrabel and you look at the fact that he runs a pretty tight ship and, and, and obviously, you know, they, they didn't win as much as I'm sure Mike would have liked for them to have won, but they were a contending team. They, they had some years where they were really pushing the playoff fixture. So to me, I, I think if you're Bob Kraft, you're looking at this situation and you're saying, okay, w- what do we need in this organization to sort of move forward? Because a lot of people say, Oh, well, you know, you don't have to change Bill. You know, really it's Mac Jones and, you know, just some personnel stuff. And 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 to me, I I think more than anything, what the Patriots need is to get a bit younger. And I think that's the biggest thing when I look at Bill Belichick is like Bill Belichick's one of the greatest head coaches of all time. But when guys who are what I call seasoned, experienced, have been there and done that but are not 100 years old, become available, you got to take a real hard look at that. And that's exactly what Mike Vrabel is. And obviously, Vrabel another defensive guy, so maybe you don't love that if you're Bob Kraft, or maybe you do. I don't know. But I sit there, and I look at Mike Vrabel, and I say, hey, this is a guy who's widely respected, uh, is really good with his players in terms of relationships and building culture and having the place feel good. Uh, and is someone that you know is going to have your organization in a good place, and you just need to give him the weapons to go out and win games. And if you do that, he's going to execute. So to me, it absolutely changes the Belichick conversation if I'm craft, It absolutely changes uh, the conversation. If I'm any, like if I'm the commanders, I am looking at Mike Rabel big time. You know, uh, uh, even if I'm the Chargers and I know I like Harbaugh, I'm still taking an interview with Rabel. I'm still going to ask the interview with you. Cause I think that would be a decent fit. Like that's someone you need to go after. So to me, yeah, Bradle's a big deal. But at the end of the day, these organizations know who they want and who they don't want. And the good news for Mike is that he's definitely someone that an organization out there would want to hire. No question about it.
1: Yeah. And I I again I look at when we talk about these coaching situations, I think you have to look at um you know, fit of coach with roster. Uh, again, Jim Harbaugh with the LA Chargers who should still be in San Diego. Uh, the sex machine, Justin Haybert. Justin Herbert needs development. That's a guy who's got to grow and get better. Jim Harbaugh. Great fit. Perfect match for the quarterback. Perfect match for the head coach. Done. Mike Vrabel's a great fit in New England, in my opinion. Now, do you need to kind of leverage his staff with him and ph- philosophically Talk to him about being a much better offensive team because you're the worst offense in the NFL? Well, of course you do. But this goes back to the Chicago Bears. Why are the Chicago Bears not, and why have they not fired uh, Matt as yet? Excuse I don't know. Me, it's Flus. Yeah, Floos. the Floos. Thank Yeah, you. the flucinator. Why have the Bears not fired the Flus yet? Well, because they clearly are having thoughts. But again, I think around the NFL, it's a foregone conclusion. You've got to move on from Justin Fields. Well, how do you do that? Uh, While well, you draft Caleb Williams and you hire Lincoln Riley to be your head coach, because if you're going to move on from Justin Fields, you don't keep the staff. I don't see any way that you draft Caleb Williams with this coaching staff in place in Chicago. That's not a good It's fit. a
0: package deal, man. They they all join the organization together. You're moving on from them together, and well, and I I just think that that's the best
1: route. And then you look at Dallas, and we talked about this yesterday. And again, I'm never surprised when Jerry Jones creates his own headlines. (laughs) I think he's amazing at that, for the better and for the worse. He said yesterday that Mike McCarthy was game to game. Well, apparently some folks got in his ear because that's not what he said on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas today. Well, I was a little uh, surprised. I don't know how I could be any clearer. Uh, uh, Coach McCarthy's under contract for next year. And so that's not an issue. Uh, secondly, I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and how he's coached.
3: And so the last thing that I want to do is spend any time talking with him about these kinds of things, on agreements, extension of agreements, especially when I've got one. So that's it. And I'm so uh I have said I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and I really mean it. He has he has really made a as big a difference from his head coaching vantage point as uh, anybody could from any vantage point in the NFL. He's
1: the big difference this year. Why didn't you say that yesterday? Right? Like this is why I think it's incredibly important that Jerry Jones, I, I, they're going to be better off the day. He's not at the helm. 100%. It's wild to me. That you won the NFC East, you're asked about it after you've just won the NFC East, and you say, Well, we evaluate things on a game to game basis. When, and, and I, I think I took a ton of crap for this from Cowboy fans yesterday on the show. He's 12 and five, three straight years. That's 36 and 15 after a six and 10 year. You're 36 and 15. You've won the NFC East. Mike McCarthy's <clears throat> taken over the offense. And, and remember what everybody said Oh, man, Kellen Moore, he's gone. This is the end of the, the beginning of the end. Dak Prescott got much better when Mike McCarthy took over with McCarthy calling the plays, wearing a hat that's far too small for his massive head. <laughs> Mike McCarthy improved the offense exponentially. <laughs> and you're game to game?
0: Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, that, that needs to be said is, well, it's been three years in a row of 12 and five. This is by far your best year in terms of no how doubt. the team feels, in terms of how Dak feels, in terms of like how that offense is running. Certainly lamb and the way he's been playing, you know, like this 12 and five feels a little bit different than the prior two years. And I think, you know, you look at the NFC and this is uh, again, a- and it's no shade to the Eagles, no shade to anyone else, but I just feel like, This particular year, the way the cookies crumbled in the NFC, you have your best opportunity in front of you to get to the Super Bowl. The 49ers are really the only team standing in your way because you should handle, like, you should be able to handle Miami. You should be able to handle, you know, several of these teams that would be in your way. You are better than them. San Francisco is the only one where you're like, okay, if we see them in the NFC championship game, That's the only team that I see that should have any reasonable way to beat this team. And if they lose to anybody, and this is where I think the rubber meets the road with Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys, if you lose this year before the NFC championship game, that I would understand Jerry being frustrated with because he's put together a good enough team. The offense is clicking.
1: I agree with that.
0: You're out here to win Super Bowls, not just get to the playoffs.
1: And note that he said that Jerry said Mike is under contract next year. Well, the question is, why are you not giving him an extension? If you win, if you win the wild card game, do you give him an extension?
0: Uh no, not right after that. If he wins a di- the 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 divisional round, I'd give him an extension. If you
1: beat the Packers at home, you're he deserves an extension. Uh, you you have to, and I think one of the other points here that is so important are the Dallas Cowboys the best NFL team in the state of Texas. Yeah, yeah, because the Texans are coming.
2: I'm a D'Amico I'm a
1: D'Amico Ryan's believer
0: but I think they're coming I agree and CJ Stroud's very impressive the Cowboys are better
1: right now the Cowboys are better Yeah, Cowboys are better the Houston Texans are coming and if you don't think that Jarrah's paying attention to what's going down going down in Houston and if you don't think that Mark Cuban's paying attention to what's going on with the Rockets who are much better you're crazy I think the Dallas Houston thing is alive and well and I think the Houston Texans are coming. Yeah. And I think Jerry I mean, Jones hears those story, footprints, man. those footsteps really. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's a great story. Yeah. A- absolutely he's a great story. But it, there is no doubt in my mind that the Dallas Cowboys are a better team because of Mike McCarthy. Certainly. And, and I think that needs to be
0: said. And I think Cowboy fan needs to appreciate Mike McCarthy more than you appreciated the Jason Garrett's of the world or, you know, those who came before Mike. Cause I think Mike has handled like, like the six and 10 seasons are really good example. It would have been really easy for Mike to just crumble under that and like kind of, kind of just not be the same after that, but he understood where he was and where he wanted to go. And and that's why I say it's it's really hard because I feel like for Cowboy fan, you're almost spoiled in the sense that you get to the playoffs pretty regularly. And it's almost to a point where it's like, cool, we got to the playoffs, but what's different this year? Cool. 12 wins. But if we don't, that's what I'm saying. I really do believe it's NFC championship game or bus. Like that's the minimum. Mm, I, dude, I really
1: believe that for them. I think, I mean, nobody's going to fault you for losing to the 49ers. I think that is the most dominant team in the nfc right now yeah and i think the 49ers are clearly better but there is no doubt in my mind that when i look at the the cowboys who are seven and a half point favorite on a 51 point number 230 fox uh on sunday if the dallas cowboys lose to the packers okay you can have a conversation because to put a bow around this cowboy thing the best thing is you're twelve and five for three straight years. Yes. The worst thing is you're twelve and five for three straight years, and you're not advancing in the playoffs. So you've got to beat the Packers, and I think they will. As much as I think Jordan Love has improved as a quarterback, and he has solidified that job in Green Bay, they're not ready to come. Dallas is a different team at Jarrow World. Mm-hmm. They're in Tarrant County, boy. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> they're it, a you different have team. To secure you have to
0: continue to secure home field advantage you have to continue that's what i'm saying this this 12 and 5 is different and i feel like as football fans we don't appreciate that enough like it's easy to say like glass half full glass half empty type deal oh well you're just 12 and 5 okay yeah you're 12 and 5 you're going to the playoffs again can we get over the hump and that's why i say like i just i i look at the cowboys and i say hey Dak's a legitimate MVP candidate. Looked at the numbers today. His numbers are better than Lamar's numbers. He has Lamar on paper. So if you're going to sit here and say that Dak isn't an MVP candidate, I'm going to need a real good reason as to what you see Lamar is doing better. So I agree. Like, I, I just think that they, they're they rolling right now. And I'm not even a Cowboy supporter. I just think you got to watch out for
1: them. They're a good team. Uh, make 2K the ride share way every week. Okay. Uh, okay uh go texans worst to first baby that's a great story yeah and i think you, sorry i'm
0: you, screen recording over here you
1: watching a little uh yeah, you know. I'm screen
0: recording over here <laughs> james is our boy james from Stoolwater has put in a video entry okay and he said he's making fun of
1: himself in this video well i look forward to that yeah. james is very good on video uh adam salamini if anyone would draft head case that is nails nail polish it's the bears well you say tongue-in-cheek, but I actually think one of the things you have to really look at is his, the mental side of his game. And I don't think there's any doubt Caleb Williams on a talent basis is the best quarterback in this draft. Yeah. I, I I, I don't question that at all. To be the best quarterback in this draft, though, you better have a brain and you better have mental toughness. And I don't know that Caleb Williams has that. We saw some things this year emotionally, crying on the field, okay. There are some things where he, it felt to me, he lost his emotional composure, and it'll be interesting to see how all that gets flushed out. But again, if you draft Caleb Williams, I'm fine with that. But you better not do it with Matt Eberflus as your head coach. You, I, I you just can't do that. Kevin, the Destroyer, go Cowboys. Uh, and Donut says, "What is is JJ, Jerry Jones, uh, bow down to the night Texans?" Okay. You're a big Texans fans. I love it. Uh, Joseph Harper. How quickly JJ mind will change if the boys collapse against the Packers? I can't see that happening. They're not losing to the Packers, dude. I can't. No, I can't see that happening. I'd be really surprised by that. Sean Rollins. Dementia is the word of the day. Easy. Yeah.
0: Easy. Let's well, not. That's nothing to joke about,
1: dude. Uh, Kevin, the destroyer. Cowboys in a better zip code. Maybe, but let's not pretend the. The Houston Texans are on the rise. There's no doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. The, the Cowboys, the Texans are catching the Cowboys. And it, it is, yeah, come on now. Shayner dudes, the yay never gets old. The yay never gets old. Yeah, well, you're about to get more of it Okay. in about five minutes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Kevin the Destroyer, Lamont Tucker rather, says, speaking of idiots, have Jameis Winston played his last NFL game? I think there's a real good chance of that. Jameis Winston. That we talked about it at length yesterday. The Jameis Winston thing is absolutely. I don't care if it's Atlanta. I don't care that it's a rivalry game. You don't do what Jameis Winston did. You don't do what Jameis did. And right. I would. I would never employ Jameis Winston. I would not. Uh, Kevin the Destroyer. Drop pass by. Enie and they would have lost. Mike totally better than Garrett. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. I uh, and I think Jason Garrett was just not willing to take those risks. Mike McCarthy understands calculated risks. And I think the thing that we've seen Mike do is he's allowing Dak to play his style of football. And it's really helped CD Lamb come out in the second half and i think what we saw last year was kellen moore wasn't willing to do that and i think it's no i don't know it's coincidence to work kellen moore's gone cd lamb's one of the best receivers in the nfl and we sat here in october and really september early october and asked is cd lamb a number one wide receiver in this league i think he's showing you he has the potential to be that he's gonna have to do it in, define
3: that yeah. he's gonna
1: have to do it in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think there's no doubt that this offense is better with Mike McCarthy at the helm than Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I feel very strongly that Mike McCarthy deserves a contract extension because this is as good as they've been in some time. Best. And you're not better. Let's be very clear, though. The Cowboys are not the best team in the NFC. That's the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys are second. Right now. Now, you lose to the Packers, that's out the window. Right? That's that's out agreed. the window. So, with as flawed as the Eagles have showed us that they are through all these attrition and injuries, I'd have to think the Cowboys are the second-best team. And if that game was played in Dallas, I don't think it would change. I think the San Francisco 49ers are just too talented for Dallas to handle. Uh, Boss Frog says, agreed, Kevin. And I think, Boss, you're a Cowboys supporter. Uh, Mike Smith, yes, he is a better than uh, Gingerbot 5000 Deep it real. I like it. Uh, the Yay never gets old. Uh, speaking of which, we do have a new entry into the Giving Tuesday contest presented by our good friends at Bucked Up, BuckedUp.com. And it is James. Apparently, my mission is to go to Walmart and get creatine by Bucked Up.
2: What the? Let's go now.
1: Give him credit. Give me credit. Are you wearing flip flops, bro? The music, though. I the music? It. I like the music. I like the music. I need to be a little more visually stimulated here than the just said I need creatine, so let's go!
0: Yay! I found it! Yay! Okay, I guess that's the whole thing. Apparently, my mission is to go to Walmart. That is the whole. So thing. you doubled oh, it up. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, that's okay. My
1: bad. I'll forgive you.
0: That's not bad. He got James. the woke AF. Yeah, dude, that's a pretty good entry.
1: He got the woke AF, and there's a yay in there. Yeah, dude. I don't know if yay. I still think I would give it to Darren Ingram. I think the one arm push up and raw dogging the supplement that I think I still think the Big Daddy Magic is because Darren says he doesn't want it.
0: Okay, we've got a heavy hitter who's just submitted his entry. Really,
1: we I don't have a know heavy what hitter. I don't know what people's weight has to do with it, but okay. Who Who's the heavy Aaron hitter? Aaron Wilson. Oh, Aaron Wilson's good on video. Yeah, this ought to be good. Uh, Boss Frog, without question, Texans are not quite there. I would agree with that. But
0: you have to admit it's good to see them be better, and and the Texans, you know, had some chances five, seven years ago, and they've just been terrible since and it's good to see them be back.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I I yes, I would agree with that. It is good to see them be back. Uh Mike Smith, 49ers is the last team. What do you mean? Uh G- Green Bay without Rodgers is no threat. Uh I wouldn't say no threat. Jordan Love is making some throws that I don't think anybody thought he'd ever be capable of. Uh so I wouldn't say that. Wasikowski, as a Lions fan, I want Green Bay to beat Dallas, you better. You better. Um man I want the Lions to be good. Dan Campbell's such a good story. So, and I think he's going to lose guys off that staff. This is probably their last best run. Yeah. They need to win now. Phoenix Master CJ was amazing to watch last year. Um, uh, Pacing Cougar fans. Snow will hit before you guys get uh, to go home. It probably will. Oh, it will. Yeah. So update real quick. We have <laughs> developed several really important meetings. Uh, at CES in Las Vegas, so um, developments and progression is happening. Developments in progression is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, we have a couple of massive meetings in Las Vegas uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we're going to be off Thursday and Friday because mm-hmm. uh, we're going to Las Vegas out of the blue. Uh, not really out of the blue, but, uh, so all of a sudden we are off Thursday and Friday. So yeah. tomorrow we'll be doing a show Thursday and Friday. We will not, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully with some news for you. Uh, but we shall see, uh, Teddy Wayman sup guys. If bill is out, I would love Rabel in new England as and Teddy is the resident Patriots expert. Also screw the Cowboys. They won't get out of the division. <laughs> also screw the Cowboys. I agree a, a, a hondo P screw the Cowboys right okay yes
0: I said I set a mandate that v- that video was the only thing that can win yes I've been undone really the photo that I've just received is from an oldie and it's one of the most amazing things one of the most amazing polls that I've ever seen <sighs> in a photo
1: okay let's get Aaron Wilson's video loaded <clears throat> one of the most amazing polls this, this is this is hilarious. Okay, let me make sure that I get this right. Teddy Wayman, good to see you, my yeah, guy. Yeah, good to see you, Teddy. Good to Appreciate see you. Appreciate you, bro. Giving Tuesday presented by Bucked Up. This is from Fat Jesus. Oh, my God.
0: Read the text message. I can't. It's too small. You can't read it? No, what's it? read okay. it for me. The text message. So the first bubble, the text message. So Fat Jesus is messaging with his significant other here. Okay. First bubble says, what's up, babe? Second bubble says, I'm done with you, dot, dot, dot. Third bubble says, you're breaking up with me question mark. He then says, yep. She says, you're pulling a Jake. And then (laughs) then he says, Sorry, I loved my bucked up more than you. And then the last one says F you in the Monty
1: show. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. that's an awesome and one, he's got the buck bar and yes. he's got the buck shot yes and he's taking a <laughs> shot at jake who for those there's a lot of new listeners on the show jake is well known um as a scumbag
0: okay that's a little aggressive
1: not really he breaks up with women over text because he lacks courage
0: uh-huh call me michael Penix. no oh <laughs> don't you know who i am
1: Wow. Wow. No, all kidding aside, Jake broke up with a a frisky young woman, you know, uh, on text message and took a ration of crap on this show for well over a year. Mm -hmm. And to the point where it became a punchline. And Fat Jesus, who is an oldie and a goodie, yes, is referencing that by breaking up with his significant other. Fat Jesus, you are incredible, my guy. So who's in the lead right now?
0: Got it. We still gotta play errands. But right now, um, I don't know, man. this is this is close. That's dude. clutch. That's a really, really that, good pull. That's one of the best entries I've ever seen. So if Darren was competing, I think Darren would be number one, but he's not competing. so so, with that said, I still think it's Big Daddy. But okay, Big Daddy magic the, in the and, league. and only, I only say that, Mapes. Don't get all pissed off, Michigan guy. I only say I only that, say that cuz
1: you're a Michigan guy and you can't win. Yeah. Unless, but, now if you want to cheat to win. That. If you want to cheat to win the contest, go ahead and try.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, but but no, I'm only saying that cuz Big Daddy Magic did this unprovoked. He had no idea. I think that's a big tip of that's the cap. It's a
1: big deal. I think that is a big deal. Yeah. Now, there's also Aaron Wilson.
3: Good eye, mates. My name's James Knight. And I hope that today you'll be joining me in an exciting adventure to find some bucked up. Consider me the
1: bucked up hunter. Come on, let's go. I've been deep in the
3: Australian bush for almost 12 hours stalking this one prey. Look here, it's already bucked up. Oh God! I got it! I got it! Oh God! I got it. Oh God! Oh, it's a real bucked-up mice. Here it is, right here. Let's get her open. Oh, Steve Irwin! Let's <laughs> go, baby? Oh, delicious mice! And that'll be another adventure of the bucked-up
0: Hannah
1: Good on ya! Yeah. Wow! <clears throat> wow! Strong entry. That is a strong entry out of Rick, Aaron Rick Wilson to
0: Steve Irwin. Miss you, boy.
1: Rip to Steve Irwin. Yes. He did get
2: in
0: the water. He did, which I think, you know, he did get in the water.
1: I, I, I this
0: feels like, this feels like we, the people need to vote on this because I, I, I like, I think Maury's got a strong entry. You know, Mapes, obviously, with the double entry, went to the wrong Ugh. buildings, been traveling around the state, like, Wow! Uh, this is this is incredible. You guys I, are amazing. See, for this. I
1: still lean to Big Daddy Magic. That's just that's just me. Uh, Mike Smith says yes. The water roll clinches it. See what it. I mean, right? He got in the water in the middle of winter. or Whatever. I risked my life for mine. That's what I'm saying. I've been saving this idea for months. <laughs> James says, "Let the people decide, yay or nay." Get it? Yay! Right? Yay! Do a poll. Let's oh. see what the people think. Do a poll. Okay, in the comments section, and you can vote for whoever you want. I am here's here. This is the one that I think is the winner. I will play this, but that Aaron Wilson one. We this are we going to really do a double winner again?
0: I don't know that we can, dude. The competition is stiff this week. Cannot
1: give away two, to. No, we're not giving away multiple. We're not doing that. Okay. I think this, if I had to pick one, I am still on the magical, magical entry of Big Daddy Man. Two
3: bucked up and some beer. He's in a maverick beautiful convenience. buying it for me. Like, you ever had one of these bucked up? I, I drink them. Oh beer. man, they're the best things in the world.
2: Especially if you want to wake up. Yeah. I'll tell you
3: what.
2: I drink. Okay, you're looking at 49.16. I was going to bag those up. But, oh yeah, Here it okay. comes. Uh-huh. Uh, so I drank two monsters and I couldn't still. Wake no, bucked up. up's the best. So I drank the <laughs>
3: up. It's, the, it's <laughs> the official drink of the Monty Show and you should try uh, E Trade. Trade. Okay. Ten day member, thirty day membership for only ten bucks. I will buy you the membership. Yeah,
2: I got the
0: membership. All right. I think that's the winner. I do. Maury has sent in one more that he's asked me to play, and it's a quick one. It's a really quick one.
1: Really quick one. Oh boy! See, this is what happens. We get into these.
0: So he's asked me. He said before you play it, he specifically said. Play my second video for my vote. So I think this is his vote as to
1: who should win. Okay. Big Daddy
0: Magic. Okay, so...
1: She votes for Big Daddy Magic. So she's saying Big Daddy Magic for the vote. Okay. Giggity uh, says Big Daddy Magic. Uh, Robert Fowler says Fat Jesus or Attack of the Killer Bucked Up. I can't decide. (laughs) Attack of the Killer Bucked Up. You got to do a poll, dude. Come on, please. Can you the, just? We need numbers. The fact that the you got the sponsor wrong is a DQ. No, I don't <laughs> think it. You have to understand what what's going on. Gumby Fresh Out says E Trade is an automatic DQ. Damn, bro. How do we feel about that? Sean Rollins says Big Daddy Number One. All right, let me put a poll. God dog. Why do you hate doing polls? What what's the issue with polls? <sighs> Because it feels very Connor Stallions to me. Well, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the issue, isn't it? Giving Tuesday. Right. Because I still think And Dar- again,
0: this is for a Nintendo Switch. Um and Darren said, I Darren's DM'd me and said, random gift mine if
1: I win. So put him in there. Killer. Put Darren in there. Fucked up. I think oh, then if Darren, I think Darren would win. I, I I do. That's my opinion. We're gonna let the people One decide here. One arm pull up. I, I I do. So I've got Big Daddy Magic, Attack of the Killer Bucked Up, One Arm Pull Up, and Break Up Over Text.
0: And then we gotta have Mapes in there too.
1: Oh okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. Dude. Guy. Bro. God, did that just happen? Can I edit the? Uh, and, Bro, that was, that was so casual oh, right that's there, dude. so weak. That I apologize. so casual. I apologize. Oh, no. <sighs> okay, we're, we're putting up wins? the poll here. God we're putting up it. the poll here. This is why I hate doing polls, Giving Tuesday.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Who wins Giving Tuesday? Big Daddy Magic? Okay, okay. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Number two would be one-arm pull-up. Yes. One-arm pull-up. Yes, yep. Uh, number three attack of the wild bucked up would be attack of the wild bucked up. Yep, the Wild bucked. Bucked up. Okay. okay. And number, number four, four is
0: going to be James. Yay. Uh,
1: yay guy. <laughs> yay guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yay. That's why it uh, went. I can okay. only do
0: four. So who's, not in, who's mapes. not in there. Okay. So if you're voting for mapes, you have to, com- you have to comment.
1: You have to comment. Can you run a second poll at once? No, no, I'm you not can't. doing that. Okay. I'm not doing Attack of the Wild bucked up is up 80-20. Oh, boy. Here we go. One-arm pull-ups got 11%. Yay, guys got 11%. But Attack of the Wild bucked up is up 50-62% now. 60%. Come on. Get those votes in there. Let's go. 50%. So Big Daddy Magic is closing now. But one-arm pull-up guy coming up at 16 48 to 29. Come on, it's this is not over now. Vote in the poll, 148 concurrent viewers. Let's go, 148. Now, Get those now, votes what's, in.
0: What's your vote? Uh, You're honest to good as vote. Big Daddy Magic.
1: You think Big Daddy Magic should well, win? one-arm pull-up, but he really doesn't want us to win. So, okay, so I, you... I actually would say one-arm pull-up, and then I would give it to Big Daddy Magic. Okay. that's That yeah. would be okay. my okay. vote. Okay. I, yeah, but I mean, Attack I would... of the Wild bucked up is up 48-26.
0: Man, that's tough, bro. That's I don't agree that the E-Trade thing's an auto DQ. Big Daddy's for sure in this.
1: Yeah. Um. So the fan vote very clearly is going to go to Attack of the Wild Bucked Up. Okay. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's he's at 42%. My vote is one-arm pull-up. What's your vote?
0: Yeah, I would say one-arm pull-up's the winner for sure. Darren for sure won. Yeah.
1: And then we would gift, and then it, we to, would gift
0: it to whoever that's. And
1: the, the so, crowd wants Aaron to win. The crowd wants Aaron to win. And he's winning 41-26. Mm-hmm. So let's go. More more votes. You guys come on. Hit it. More yeah, votes. It's only been like a minute. Yeah, yeah let's get more votes people, in people there. Some time here. Uh I uh, let's see. Mike Smith, one arm pull-up was last for me. Really? And he raw dogged the powder. How was okay. that last? Who was
0: first for you then, Mike Smith? Who do you who do you have first? Man.
1: Uh, Salamini says, I'm all about the recency bias. Okay, meaning what? Uh, Mr. Downtown E-Trade is for babies. I advocate for tri-day trading. Damn well right you do. Damn right you do. Aaron is always next level. Aaron Wilson says, please, oh, please. Aaron wins if not, it's not even close. Love you, Mapes. But that's next level from Aaron.
0: I mean, I agree. So, so can we play it one more time? Because I because I want to see him rolling in the water. That's the thing. That I and You don't have to play it again if you don't want to. But I, think, I, don't I, think, <clears throat> I think rolling in the water when it's cold is definitely next level.
3: G'day, mates. My name's James Knight, and I hope that today you'll be joining me in an exciting adventure to find some Bucked Up.
1: Consider me the Bucked Up Hunter. Come on. Let's go. The Bucked Up Hunter. I love it.
3: I've been deep in the Australian bush. For almost 12 hours, Soaking this one pride. Look here.
0: It's I love gone. the zoomed in look of the can. The
3: can
1: For almost look at 12, 12 hours.
0: Look. It's, it's so
1: that. natchio. It's it, it's like a lion drinking in the water waiting for the game. Oh, and there he and then he goes Why in God? the water. And he's knee deep in the water, too. And his arms are it's
3: in the water. His legs line. are in the Even water. Right Let's get her open. Oh.
0: I think that's probably the winner man that's tough
3: oh delicious mice! and that'll be another adventure of the baktabana good on ya (laughs) Uh -uh.
1: (laughs) dude that's so tough
0: okay play big daddy magic one more time because recency bias want to give everyone a fair chance here you're
3: up in some beer and he's buying beer the beautiful sheila buying it for me
0: Okay, got the ID. She
3: gets you, you ever had it. one of these bucked up?
2: I, I drank one today. As my oh, man, they're drink. the
3: best things in the world.
2: Especially if you want to wake up. Yeah. I'll
3: tell you what.
2: I drank, okay, you're looking at 49.16. as was going to back those up. That, oh, yeah, I forgot them. Uh-huh. Uh, so I drank two Monsters and I couldn't still No, bucked up, up's the best. So I the it's
3: the or? It's okay. the official drink of the Monty Show. And you should try uh, E-Trade day trading 10 day member 30 day membership for only 10 bucks yeah. i will buy you the membership no,
2: I got no. all
1: right okay <laughs> i the aaron wilson one does
0: i mean the, the aaron wilson one is gas i yeah i, I think the aaron I wilson one wins
1: i i think he wins. I, I can't deny that part of it they would like all right we'll end the poll aaron wilson so are we gonna <sighs> i can't. Yeah, I think you have to. I, I, what are the people saying? It, it, uh, Darren Wilson, put my heart on the line by raw dog and bucked up guy. <laughs> 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 uh, big Daddy. Boss Frog, it's Big Daddy Magic. Dude, I okay. See, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people saying it's Big Daddy. Okay, which way you want to go here? It's Always put on me, bro. It's always put on you. It's always put on me, bro. I think I, Aaron Wilson in the water in, in Lubbock. I mean he's in the water in Lubbock.
0: Yeah, I, that's that's probably the way I'm going, dude. I, I, but I want to I I I man, I want to reward Big Daddy Magic somehow cuz that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think Aaron wins the switch. Yeah. Then we'll figure it out with Big Daddy Magic. Mike Smith the people have voted. Yeah, I I, I, listen, I mean I agree the people did vote that Aaron. Which is won, why yeah. I never put it to a poll. Cuz right. the people are, are I mean we agree with the people. There's bias. There's bias in them hills of West Virginia. Ooh, no, Mount Mama, Mount Mama, uh, <laughs> Gumby. He wrestled a bucked up in the fracking water. He won. I Aaron won. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, congrats. It's got. Uh, let's see. Teddy says it's got to be Aaron. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Switch Steeler guy. Aaron. Hello, mail. <laughs> I voted Big Daddy. Fine Steeler guy. Yeah. Uh, ask Mrs. Monty. Mrs. Monty is an adult, and I believe she is probably working. She doesn't watch our show ever. Uh, thank you. Aaron Wilson says you're, you're welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, all right. The Monty show as always presented by our good friends at the advocates, the the best injury attorneys in the business. And, uh, before we get to, um, falling out of airplanes, uh, if you've been injured in an accident and maybe this one in particular matters, um, I think it is, it's very interesting that, The advocates are one of those people that when you're in trouble, you want to be in business with the advocates. When you've been in a car wreck, when you've been in a motorcycle accident, a trip and fall, you got hurt at work. And I always go to our guy that the forklift guy that um, had a forklift skid go through his ankle. You need somebody who knows exactly what to do and how to do it to make sure that your outcome is exactly what it needs to be. And I say this about workman's comp all the time. And I understand you guys. You're like, yeah, my boss said he's going to take care of me, man. And I'm sure they will. But what do you have to lose by talking to the advocates, the, the workman's comp injury experts? And hey, if, you're, if, if everything's on the up and up, they're going to tell you that. They're not out here begging for your business desperate. What The advocates are, are simply put the best injury attorneys in the business. And if you don't have a case or if you're being taken care of, well, they're going to tell you that. But if you are not being taken care of well, and you are getting, you know, if you're one of those people that have paid your insurance premiums and they're not going to take care of you, even though you've been a faithful client to that insurance company, which is every day in this flipping country, you want the advocates on your side. You never pay the advocates unless and until they win your case and you never pay them out of pocket, right? So you don't pay for consultation fees. You don't pay retainers. You can chat with an attorney live online right now, 24 365, and it won't cost you a dime at theadvocates.com. A couple more comments. Jakey Two Holes Burner Account. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're off to a good start here. Ever consider a career in acting, Aaron?
0: I mean, you know. You're not wrong, bro.
1: Mr. Downtown, Aaron did that in one take, so you got to give him the props and that Aussie accent, mate. He's an assassin. Mike Smith, give Big Daddy Magic a good Victor is the way rookie card and poster. Victor's the way... James, congrats, Aaron. I promise once I get my bucked up shots, I'm going to do a video related to the upcoming Oak State-South Dakota State game in September. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. I Yay! Like I like it. Uh, Sean Rollins says, that's it. I'm changing my email. <laughs> 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 Let's go. <laughs> I agree you did it in one take. Aaron, you're, you're the best, dude. Yeah, you're Congratulations. Genius, appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. Congratulations, Aaron. Thank you to everybody in Texas. You're now our number one market in the country. Um, and yes, Utah is still number two, but Los Angeles, Las Vegas, um, Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, New York, Chicago, Denver, Boise, Seattle, Portland. You guys are kicking ass on this show. Um, I thank you every day because without you guys, we couldn't do this gig. Um, and we do it every single day except Thursday and Friday this week when we're not going to be on because we have huge meetings at CES in Las Vegas. We are at 50,098 subscribers on this show. That is wild that in the last 12 months, you guys, do you understand that we've picked up? I want to say it's 41,000. It is. I looked today. It's 41,000. 41,000 subscribers in a calendar year. Wild. is absolutely mind numbing. And so when I say to you guys, Hey man, we couldn't do this without you. I'm dead serious. We couldn't do this without you. I'm just so thankful that all of you are here. Uh, so let's get to our non-sports stories of the day. Gumby fresh out says 50 K. Yay. Shouty yay! says, yay. Yay. Salamini, you should have given away tickets to the Jim Harbaugh national championship game. Uh, I I didn't know there was a Jim Harbaugh national championship game. Sean Rollins says, damn, you should move to Texas. I'm within three hours of Austin and college station, Waco Fort Worth to the North. I can watch sec big 12 and ACC football games starting in September. Love it. Darren Ingram 50 K. I thought my computer had a glitch on the screen, dude. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild, bro. And Darren's been a huge part of that uh, because our golf content has been, uh, has been amazing. Uh, and again, you guys find Darren Ingram. He does great virtual lessons. If you're here in the state of Utah, he does unbelievable in-person lessons, indoor, outdoor in the, in the springtime, whatever you need, Darren Ingram. Uh, we are going down to St. George, uh, after Vegas. Uh, we are going to play, and I can't remember the name of the course in Vegas. Um, I'm a terrible person and I should know this already. Um, but we're going to play two rounds of golf. We're going to go back to Copper Rock and Hurricane on Saturday. And then we are playing around Friday in Las Vegas. Yeah. Bali high. That's right. Um, so it's amazing. I take lessons from Darren. I need, I need lessons (laughs) there. I need more work. I do. Uh, OG Gary, the win. No, we played the win with boss frog. It was awesome. It was, I was terrible. I mean, I got pissed off, but it was awesome. I will say though, the bet. I don't know. I just got so fed up, not hitting my driver. Well, that, We got to Wolf Creek and I had just had enough. And I kept my foot on the ground. That's the best round of driving golf I've had ever. Like I, I legit and the ball flies there. You're hitting down, you're hitting up. Like I hit the ball a mile. Now it would have been nice if I could have played my wedges at all. I have always been, and I think you would attest to this. I've always been a pretty good wedge player. Mm -hmm. Couldn't hit a wedge to save my life. Could my 50 degree might as well have not been in my bag. Couldn't explain it. Could not explain it. Yeah. Uh, Y'all know that original video was where I said, Yay, I was being sarcastic, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: James, dude, embrace it, bro. Embrace it. Embrace it's it. Fun. It's fun. You have your own drops on the show, guys. You're a
1: character on the show, man. Just have fun with it. Have fun with it. Aaron Wilson, Gifts of Monty Show. Members. Hey. Way to get two. back buddy he says hit the like button yeah where where are we at on yeah, likes, we at on uh on likes, dude? we're on 3000 views and we're only at 81 come likes on, i'm terrible come on please hit the like button that really helps the channel grow get, get us to 150 today let's go uh mr downtown can ja use the advocates for his workplace injury guy barely Bro. showed up to work dude Bro. out for the year labrum surgery oof not good mike smith you're not the boss of me exactly right uh teddy says congratulations on 50k thank you Appreciate that. Yay on 50k. Yay. Yay. Jake's JK Holes burner account says. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh James, the cherry candy bucked up is very good. Thank you, uh, Monty, for recommending creatine. I can feel the difference. Let's dude. Go, I'm dude. telling
0: you, the creatine thing's real. You can absolutely feel it. Like a hundred percent. You just feel better, dude.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Uh Tanner Plummer. Well, nice of you to show up today, Slick. We gave away a, a Nintendo Switch for hitting 50,000 subs, Tanner. Glad you could join us. He said, been out for a bit. What'd I miss? Nothing. Nothing. Nah, nothing, dude. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. We, I mean, we only talk. We've been talking Philadelphia Eagles for two hours and 35 minutes. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. It, really sorry about that. Non-sports stories of the day. Uh, are you guys confident in air travel? Dude, this Boeing seven thirty seven Max nine thing, Bro. where did you, you guys, you had to have seen this, unless Dude. you're living under a rock, like Aaron was in the Australian outback. Uh did you guys see this thing with Alaska Airlines? Right, so beautiful, Alaska Boeing seven thirty seven. Now this is this is MAX not 9.
0: like this is not some crazy plane. This is standard, you know, commercial jetliner plane. Nothing crazy here. Notice
1: the rear door. Oh, and the red circle. Um, yeah, and there it is gone, bro. This is a code 10 abort. (laughs) It flew off mid-flight and it's terrifying because they're, you're just flying along. And now that that happened, you guys, uh, all the airlines have grounded their Boeing 737 max nines United airlines. today said they have found multiple units with loose bolts. (coughs) What (coughs) the is going on? with Boeing their stock took a massive hit this week. I I don't like, do you trust airlines?
0: Uh, For the most part. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the numbers, you know, commercial air travel is one of the most reliable means of travel we have. Um, That doesn't mean that seeing stuff like this makes me feel any better. I, I, I think that when I fly, I'm always on high alert. I'm always like, all right, like, You know, what, what's, you know, what do we got? Who's sitting around me? How does this plane look? Like I'm that guy. Now I'm not, I'm not stressing once I'm on the plane, but I'm just very mindful. I'm always aware. I'm always looking around, seeing what's what. And the, the hard part with this one is, is these bolts, you can't see them. It's not like, it's not like, oh, Hey, one of the wheels fell off or Hey, like, like it would be different. Like, let's say they boarded the plane in the, Cabin door won't close because it's missing a bolt. That would be different. This this situation was, hey, cabin door closes just like it normally would. You get up to about 10,000 feet as the story goes, and the door flies off. Cabin depressurizes. They immediately descend down below 10,000 feet because below 10,000 feet, I guess, apparently, I learned this. You can breathe at that altitude, I guess. And so they descend below 10,000 feet. They land the aircraft. Okay, great. All is well. But but I think the hard part here is that there's it's not like we've got 50 manufacturers of commercial airliners. No. Right. So like you've got Boeing and you've got Airbus. Those are the two like dominant names in the space. And it just so happens that I flew on an Airbus over the holidays when I came back.
1: Really enjoyed the Airbus experience. But the the issue is the the Boeing 737 Max has been a disaster. Yeah, It was late to market. They have had software issues, so it couldn't fly. There were crashes. Like, this thing's been a disaster. Every airline that's inspected this plane now has found pretty much loose bolts that we've heard of. It's a disaster. And it's not only a disaster for Boeing. It's a disaster waiting to happen. And I don't trust it. And I know we've flown on them and i didn't think twice about it i will think twice about it now it is terrifying to me that that door flew off it's terrifying it it is in that 10000 feet thing i think about our snowboarding and we snowboard at 10000 feet occasionally like it, it it's not that they were at 10000 feet it's it there was no door on the plane and i was looking at this too just
0: just cuz i thought it was an interesting fact that i came across Delta does not run seven thirty seven max nines. No, they don't. Delta runs seven fifty seven, seven sixty sevens, a three thirties. You know, so they run larger planes from Boeing. And who the hell knows now, right? I mean, you know, again, if if it's wrong with the seven thirty seven, who's to say it's not wrong on the fifty seven or the sixty seven? But you know, we haven't heard Delta having any type of issue. And I'm a big Delta guy.
1: Yeah, I fly Delta pretty much exclusively. I won't. Mrs. Monty and I have had multiple disagreements over Southwest. Mm -hmm. I will not fly Southwest. I will not fly with you hyenas. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, I can't stand the boarding process at Southwest. I like the cheaper tickets. I like the flights. I have no problem with the staff. I hate the boarding process. I have status through American Express with Delta. I want my early boarding. I want my my better rate on first-class tickets. Well,
0: and it's early exit of the
1: aircraft, too. <laughs>
0: like, you know, I, I got the... I, I experienced both when I was traveling for the holidays. You know, going... Leaving uh, home, I was Comfort Plus, right? And so that was, hey, first is going to board and then Comfort Plus boards... The problem is, is that that was a packed flight because it was pre New Year, and so yep. overhead bins are a problem. And it's just like, dude, like flying first, you get your own overhead bin, and like there's all this extra stuff, and it's just it makes it worth it. So I hope my point is, is I hope that this is not a problem that bleeds into the 67 or the 77 or oh, the right, well, bigger aircraft. It's
1: it's this it's this new 737 Max. This particular livery has been brutal for Boeing. It has been a massive loss leader for them. And because you, it's garbage. You gotta figure it out. Yeah. You absolutely got to figure it out. Uh, Tanner Plummer, I've been trying to get over my fear of flying for the past couple of months, and I'm going to Cancun in March. So yeah, this story's comforting. Oh, dude, just take a take a deep breath. You're gonna be fine. Yeah,
0: and, and I'll also say this the the bigger planes are so smooth.
1: I mean, there's really not a lot to worry about. I mean, and yeah, Mapes. as I said, the 737 had that those crash issues, and this is the second grounding, full stop. Yeah. All of them are grounded. And the and it's like
0: 171 or something
1: like that. Yeah, Boeing has to issue new instructions on how to maintenance the planes to make sure this doesn't happen again. And until they do that, and all the planes are maintenance and inspected, they cannot fly. Yeah. So the entire fleet. shouldn't be able to. The entire fleet is on the ground. It's it's wild to me. Wild. Uh, Jimmy Ottson, They fly those planes over land because they don't trust them enough to fly over the ocean. It's ridiculous. Gumby Airbus for the win. Yeah, I'm a Boeing guy for sure. Boston Mapes. The doc on Netflix called Downfall is about the Boeing's 737 Max. Gumby says 737 Max ass uh mr downtown did you see the iphone that yes that fell out of the alaska plane not one scratch on it so legit and they found the door in a guy's yard when it blew off the plane now the guy called in but yeah they found an iphone and it wasn't broken bulletproof bro it's unbelievable did it have an otter box on it unbelievable they and they found multiple phones from what i read today so yeah. Mori Alvarez. I wonder what the passenger uh, comps were after the plane landed. Oh Bro. my God. I don't even know. Do you get back on an Alaska flight? No. I, I I mean it's not Alaska's fault. It's not, but that it it, you know, it happened to them. It did. Uh OG Gary, I've flown on the 737 Max and it's been fine until it's not. Yeah. Those landings are not fine, not good. Uh big blue horses Delta. I'm a huge Delta guy. Uh, first it was Concord. Now it's Boeing. Well, I don't know if it's the same thing. The Concord caught on fire and stuff, yeah. you know, you know, Robert Fowler, Monty, are your Cubs signing? Uh, they're not signing anybody.
0: Why Dude, we've had such a good show.
1: Why, why would bring you, up the Cubs? Why would
0: you bring up the Cubs? Dude? Why? Like, come on. Why say hurtful things? That's By the
1: way, um, people are asking me in DM about what I did on prize picks tonight. hmm um and I'm happy to talk about it because uh yeah, uh ya boy got the Carl Anthony Towns taco Tuesday pick. um let me zip this over to myself
0: Taco taco Tuesday,
2: Tuesday.
1: funny enough uh I do have a uh Laker pick uh and, and now prize picks you guys uh I want you to understand if you are playing six packs, you're you're doing it wrong. Mm. Stop playing six packs the way that you do. um, The way that you do prize picks is you do do them in groups of three and you will win more percentages are on your side. Here's what I did tonight. Carl Anthony towns, 17 and a half points. His number was 21. Uh, Taco Tuesday means they lowered it to 17 and a half. They're in the second quarter, eight minutes. He's got 11 already. We should be good to go. Yep. And he's on he's going up against an undersized Orlando squad, and I feel pretty good about it. So I'm hoping that, and he just passed the ball in the paint. Prick. Um, I'm hoping that goes well. Anthony Davis against Toronto, who's got no size at all now. Uh, he's got 42 and a half points and rebounds. Peter Morazic, the uh goaltender for Chicago, the Blackhawks, uh going up against Edmonton, one of the leading shot per game teams. 30 goalie saves. I took more. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Those are my prize picks for tonight. PrizePicks.com, the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty show. Click the link in the description below or just download the prize picks app and use the promo code Monty. Get a hundred percent deposit matching. There's another bucket for towns. Let's go. My guy's gonna my guy's gonna cash. Yeah, all day. My guy's gonna cash. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And especially on a taco Tuesday rip. Heck yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I'm all here for it. So, prize picks, the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty show. Mr. Downtown Tanner, just take some Jolly Greens and you'll be good. Do you, are you guys, how many of you guys are nervous to fly? I love flying, I love traveling. I'm a huge fan of it. Huge fan of it. Uh, Big Blue Horses, Delta. I'm all about fly, flyer miles. Yeah. Me too, man. Yep. Yeah. Although I will say I'm pretty disappointed in Amex just on this one issue because I love Amex. Um, I had the actual Boeing uh, 747 metal card that was made from the airplanes.
0: You know, the plane they don't make anymore, that iconic
1: plane. They sent me an email the other day and said, hey, we think your card has been compromised. We're sending you a new one. And it's just a plain-ass old purple <laughs> Delta Amex card. It's ridiculous. But what do I love about it? The fact that Amex was like, yeah, dude, we think your card was compromised. We're You keep using it. We're going to send you a new one. Sent me a new one. Yeah. Loved it. Customer service, bro. Great customer service. Uh, It's now Boeing manufactures it. Manufactures what? They do. Uh, I will fly Spirit Airlines. Why? So you can become a Spirit? You want to be on Come on, man. Spirit or Frontier? Bullet. Uh, Over Southwest. I hate Southwest boarding process. Or you don't have an assigned seat. Couples will sit in seats four and six and put their bags in seat five. They don't let you do that anymore. They don't let you do that. So uh, Phoenix Masta, I just flew the Max 9 with United when I went from uh, West Palm to Newark, then from Newark to Phoenix back in December. (sighs) Seems like you made it. Michigan got better after Connor Stallions was fired. They did, apparently. They were pretty good all year. Mr. Downtown Tanner just takes some jolly greens. Uh, They should just let the person keep the door as a souvenir. Yeah, no, they confiscated it. Uh, Gumby fresh out nine one one what's your emergency I'm calling to report an airplane door in my backyard my dog is dead yeah right That's what I'm saying Darren Ingram Utah Jazz yeah how about the jazz best what I think Tony Jones with the athletics at the best fifteen game stretch in will Hardy's career mm-hmm. as a jazz head coach eleven and four like and I'll eat my I'll eat my words because I was talking to a dude today who straight up said, I don't want to hear about Walker Kessler anymore. They are a better, more efficient offense when he comes off the bench. And if that's the case, okay. Walker Kessler should be starting. Yeah. Just so you know, best stretch of their career of Will Hardy's career. And now you're going to trade all these dudes at the deadline. Mm -hmm. It's January. Trades are coming. Yep. Trades are coming, man. So, uh, James it's taco Tuesday. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Concord was caused by FOD on the runway. FICO matter on the door. Is that what FOD stands for? I, I don't know. Uh, Robert, no Monty, uh, a managa pick the Cubs just came out. Okay. I don't want to hear about it. Listen, listen, it's all well and in- this is why I don't talk about the Cubs.
0: FOD stands for foreign object debris. Just so you know.
1: Okay. Okay. Listen, you guys. You know. I, I'm here for it. And I, I I am, I am, no, no. I don't want to talk about the Cubs because, no, I'm not doing it. You're, you're not dragging me into it. I'm not doing it.
0: You were right there. No. And then he pulled back.
1: I, I am not, I'm not doing it. I am not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I understand um, Shota Amonaga, the lefty... You're doing it, dude. The lefty Japanese pitcher has signed with the Cubs. Am I supposed to be excited about that? Yay! Is his last name Bellinger? Is a Monica short for Bellinger? It's not. It's not. You're 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 no. Nope. Good talk. No. I do not. No. I'm you're not gonna suck me into this. Uh DeJounte Murray, please, kind of makes perfect sense. He but it's out of timeline, though. DeJounte Murray for the jazz is out of timeline. Because if you're going to trade. And I hear pretty much every day about Laurie Markkinen being traded by the Jazz. If you're going to trade Laurie Markkinen, are you going to trade him for DeJounte Murray? I don't think that works. How's that going to work? And I listen, I think DeJounte Murray's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. One, something was wrong in CNN Antonio, and it hasn't worked out in Atlanta, number one. Number two, the Jazz are at this point years from winning. Yeah. Cause you need, I think you have a foundation. Keontae George, Walker Kessler. I think John Collins was a good trade. I'm not somebody that's off the John Collins bandwagon. I think he has been a very good pickup. Jordan Clarkson. The the bigger question with the Jazz what about Colin Sexton? Is that a long term fit? Now he wanted a chance to show. That he could be a starter and he is absolutely playing his ass off. So have you solved your 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 starting guard issue here? I don't know. Are you isn't aren't you fabulously undersized at that point? Yes. Because Keontae George is going to be a starting point guard, period. What are we even talking about? So if that's the case and you trade Clarkson and Laurie Marketing, let's say. How does DeJounte Murray fit in? I don't know that he does. And my point really is, if you're the Knicks, and I keep hearing about this all the time, if you're the Knicks and you're willing to give up six picks to get Donovan Mitchell, what does that require? Uh, that requires a third team who's got talent that helps the Cavaliers or the Knicks, and the Jazz have that. Now, are they going to take Laurie marketing back? They're probably not. but if you're going to make a three or four team trade, you have chips and picks to be involved in that, in that team. Yep. And as one of the teams in that deal, they're not, they're not going to make trades to win. Now I truly, I just, I'm not trying to be, you know, Mm -hmm. negative Nathaniel here, but I don't see them making, making trades to win. Now it doesn't
0: make sense. You don't, you you start making trades to win. Now, once you have that real defined core, like once, like, like Keontae George is clearly your starting point guard for the next 10 years. He's that guy. But who's the wing scorer? Who's, you know, is Walker Kessler going to be a starter in this league or not? Like, you know, that that's what I'm saying. You still have, you're still figuring out guys here. So that's great that you've gone 11 and four. And I love that. And I love that they've made adjustments. They, you know, seemingly have done what we asked them to do. But, but, you know, what is Will Hardy with a proper lineup? What, what is Will Hardy with a proper roster?
1: And I would also say that DeJounte Murray's got about half a dozen suitors. I think the Lakers would love DeJounte Murray. The Knicks would love DeJounte Murray. I think he's he is absolutely a fallback position for Donovan Mitchell in the Knicks. Um, I am very, very curious to see what are the Suns going to do? Because I don't believe that the Suns can stand pat with the roster that they have. Uh, I think Houston is in a very interesting position. Uh, They have young talent that I think they want to move. And then there's Danny Ainge. And I think it's very interesting that all we've heard from Danny, I'm going to compete. I'm going to compete. I'm going to build a roster. I'm going to compete. And he has yet to do that. Mm -hmm. And I go back to this Jordan Clarkson decision that has been an abject failure because Jordan's a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter. Well, what's he now? <clears throat> well, that's right. He's coming off the bench. They're gonna move him. And I I think I think Danny doesn't believe that he has a veteran on this roster that's a foundational piece of their championship team. Totally agree. You've got a bunch of guys in- Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. And I think that puts him over the <laughs> number. Oh my God. I think he just ended Wagner. Okay, so I'm in a, I'm in a great place. My my hockey
0: selection's already got a point. And
3: oh my God. Call Andy Towns.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm actually gonna win tonight, dude. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You never win. Yeah. That's you true. never win. Uh Darren Ingram. Don't see them trading Laurie. And don't see Danny waiting years to compete. Well, I think they'll trade Laurie the first day. You offer him what he wants, he's gonna trade everybody. I think they will trade him. I, I do, Robert Fowler. I'm a diehard Celtics fan. I want them to take Olinick from the Jazz. Yeah, that ship sailed. We need a dude with size who can score. And Boston loves him from the past. He can't score. He can't move. He doesn't move well. He does not move well. And I think Boston's quite interesting. What's Milwaukee going to do? Milwaukee's very like. There's so. There's a lot of trades that are going to happen. Yes. A lot of trades are going to happen. I don't think
0: the Knicks are done yet either. No.
1: Uh, Boss Frog, wait, Monty, are you going to Las Vegas this weekend? Yes, Thursday, Friday, we will be in Las Vegas for CES. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, Thursday and Friday. We have a bunch of meetings Thursday, golfing Friday, driving to uh, Mesquite on Friday. Yeah. So, going to Copper Rock Saturday. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing, I think. All right. Um, we should go, Donzo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Been a good show.
1: We're not going to talk about the Epstein tapes. Nah, I, we should. We, we should. We, we, we,
0: we, we. I don't want to. I don't want to razz- I
1: don't want to do yeah, get yeah, people upset. So you know.
0: Be, I mean, we already did the Michigan. Thing, you
1: know. We already did the Michigan thing. Yeah, yeah you, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> The Monty Show, as always, presented by our good (laughs) friends at TridayTrading.com. Stop making excuses, start making bread. TridayTrading.com slash Monty, your key to your financial future. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake.
3: Goodbye, Jake.